Back running down there, it was Jamie Lambert. She couldn't get the kick away. Trend also there, back to Lambert. Now it's shoveled wide and a, a chance at goal here for Sophie Casey, but she just couldn't get enough on it. The Sharks, a chance to repel. Oh, terrible handball, Haitley. Now it should have been a free kick to Perkins, who the umpire said was acting. And now there'll be a high tackle going the way of the Sharks. Wow. That was an intriguing phase of play. And Perkins is not happy at all in the slightest. She tosses the ball into the chest of Belinda Haitley and just Belinda Haitley and says, Belinda, I'm not happy with the treatment from the umpire, so you can cop one in the guards. Haitley clears the kick. Poor kick. Now it's coming straight back to the top of the square where it's fisted away from Perkins. The Devils still deep in attack. Trying to work it wide here. Benici down in front of us. She's very close to the boundary line. Ducked the head. Umpire waving play on. In fact, it was Laura Bailey. Couldn't get the free. Umpires put the whistle away. <laughs> it's on for young and old early here, Pete. You it's going to be one of those days. It's going to be one of those games. Scrap fest, and I reckon it's going to be a low score, and it's giving the early indications. Just slapped out of the ruck, if you don't mind, by Casey. Kick back in towards the hot spot, 50 metres out from goal. Several players being spun around. McGeo was there, couldn't hang on to it. Oh, kicked it off the ground. Oh, no. It's dribbling. It's dribbling. It's through. Oh, it's going to take. That is a rubbish goal. <laughs> that is so lucky. It is an absolutely rubbish kick, but it doesn't matter because it goes between the two sticks it bounced about 18 times that was an accident and Perkins just shielded it through and uh, Hyle gets the Devils first her first of the day 117 the Devils the Sharks yet to score thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel Swan Street Richmond well they get their they get their reward for persistence there Pete I mean they had the ball in their zone for a good four or five minutes and uh, and they finally managed to get the goal as lucky as the goal was I mean you take anything you can get but gee whiz Pete this is Sharks they they really they got the ball past the centre once. They kicked the ball out of bounds on the full three times. I mean, they've got to work the conditions out. The signs aren't good early. And taken away there by Benici. Out of the ruck goes strong and high. Mulwood brought the ball to ground. Trying to go with it is Gardner. Couldn't get her hands on the pill. Packer players form at centre-half forward. There's probably about half a dozen of them. And uh, Kearney got it in there. Hand oh, pass out. The volleyball. Uh, and uh, big punch forward to try and put it in the uh, direction of uh, Hutchins, who was there, who overran it. Now out towards the pocket. While she's chasing after the pill, she goes to ground. Sybil surround her. Trying to look for clean possession out there on the other side near the goal. Near the uh, goal square, swooping around is Hannah Scott. She manages to pick up the pill, go in the direction of Jessica Trend at half-back flank, knocked out of her hands, trying to have to go again is uh, Spindler, taken away by the Sharks, though. Long kick towards the goal square. Red race on, Mulwood there as well. Under all kinds of pressure, Mulwood does receive, then kicks towards the pocket. It's a long kick. It's dangerously close towards the boundary line. Got support out there in Lambert, who's class, tries to go to Hyle on the wing. Hiles got it. Had to shrug a tackle. Got her kick away as she was slung. Out towards the wing. Jess Foster first to it. Kicks it along the ground to keep it alive. Keeping in the pressure there is Darcy. Did she get in the back of the opponent? She didn't. In goes Lambert again. There's about three players jumping on the ball. And the umpire is going to blow the whistle and call for the ball up. They had to hold that up, the Sharks, because Haitley burrowed her way in. But... Gee whiz, Pete, just the pace of this game. I mean, we just had a Division 1 game on before us with North Geelong, one of the premier sides, and they won by 10 goals. But the pace and the level of this is frenetic at the moment. Garner up towards half forward. Oh, diving in after it down there was Chapman. Couldn't get the free kick. Now burrowing her way through down there is Pepper and Salt Randall. She went up towards full forward. Oh, good mark. 
coming out there. I'm not sure who uh, that was. It's Mo Hope. It is Mo down there. Wearing the long sleeves today. And she's taken the grab. She was racked up earlier today. She had the scarf on, the beanie, the whole deal. Did not like the cold weather I one bit. And Pete, you've just... I don't know how you've managed to do this, but they'd be a good side, the Sharks, if they had Darcy Vescio and Jane Lang in their side. That's what's on the sheet. Uh, <laughs> I love your work. I said, geez, they've improved uh, during the week. Geez, I've... So Mo Hope, sporting one of her uh, very eccentric haircuts of the season, and goes back and just says, well, thank you, mother, for the rabbits. I'm going to hang that up there in the breeze. And that is a great kick at goal, Pete. From there, I mean, I know she had the win working for her left to right, but from 40 metres, that is a fantastic effort. Pretty much straight through the middle. She gets the goal, and it's 1-1-7, plays one straight six. And uh, Jane Lang and Darcy will see I've just been dropped, I see. <laughs> I, forgot to cha- I forgot to change a few names when I was copying the sides from last week. So Catterall in the 25, Hope in the 23. And you've got, and we've got to work on Vesho as well, don't uh, we? Yeah, yeah, get that right. How do I get those wrong? As the ball is taken out in the middle of the ground and by the uh, Devils, straight down the gust of Perkins! Oh, you can't stop that. Perkins just had too much body shape in front of Hatley. Um, Look at the swagger. Oh, she just yes. planted herself saying, you're not coming through me. Took the mark. She's lining up directly in front. As one or two raindrops begin to fall uh, from directly in front, 35 metres out from goal. We saw her have a kick at the other end where the kick went straight for about 20 metres and the wind did all kinds of weird things with the ball. So let's see what adjustment she'll make for that. Right goal post, Pete. Perkins to put it out to seven points the difference. They currently leave five points. Need to keep it... Uh Need to keep it four or five metres off the ground, nothing more. Here comes Perkins for the Devils towards the southern end. Fertry Gully Road into the ground. That's the one. And it's post high, and the goal umpire says a point. Oh, that's stiff. Had the right idea. Minus score, one, two, eight, the Devils. The Sharks, one straight six here on GirlsPlayFooty.com for the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street, Richmond. So the restart, the uh, the, the 14 women's zone employed here for the Devils, and it's a long ball coming out from Reed and it's one down the side of the pack, a chance here for Gardner, handball back into the traffic, Shannon McFerrin came through with her first touch of the pill for season 2015, and it was a bit of a mongrel up towards the wing, but they work it clear to the Sharks, but now the Devils force the turnover, it comes back towards Pepper and Salt Randall, she gets the kick to half forward, gets stuck in a bit of a divot there at the half forward, and that helped the Devils out, they've got the numbers in the centre of the ground, good wide handball to looking for Foster, now it's hacked off the deck, Hiles on her own, but they kind Scott decides, well, I'm going to wheel around. Now I'm going to handball it to your hole. Kendra goes up towards full forward. Sort of kicked a bit of a flat punt in the end, which didn't help out her her forwards. And there's numbers back for the Sharks, but all of a sudden they're under siege. And it should be out of bounds on the full against Perkins. And will be. Yep. Resulting free kick going to Pentecularid, who was right on it. As soon as you saw it ricochet off the uh, shin of Perkins there. Got to yep. look to switch here, Pete. And Reed. She's got, got no- nothing for the switch. She's got nothing moving for her, so she's going to have to go up the line. Hoping for the flat punt. It works out best for her. Went out the back to Randall, who had it, dropped it. Then That's tries cool. to give Hannah Scott the don't argue. She's dropped it. The umpire's allowed play to go on. Scott tries to get a hand pass away. And uh, only went as far as the 21 for the Sharks, who we don't have on our list. So that helps us out a lot. Thank you very much. Might be Rihanna Banner, in fact, who was originally listed as 71. In fact, it is. So Banner, the go in the contest. Ball back into play. 
over her head. Went out the back door. Weaving through traffic. Well, hand pass out there from Garner to try and move it forward. Trent had to overrun the pill. Brute was lurking thereabouts as well. Going to ground is Chapman. Chapman hanging on tight. Trent got her wrapped up. Umpire calls for a ball up centre wing. If you've just joined us, the Devils 1-2-8. The Sharks 1-6. straight six, Almost halfway through this first term. The ball's tossed back, uh, toss back up. Centre wing out of side. We've seen pretty much 90% of the play on this side of the ground so far. And bustling her way out is Hannah Scott using her left foot, which she doesn't do too often. Got it up towards half forward, and Bruton came to help out, but she overran it. Now Perk goes in after it, paddles for the line, tried to keep it in play. Had Bruton for company, couldn't do so. So throwing in between wing and half forward. The Devils in attack. They lead by two points. They've done most of the attacking in this quarter and probably have a bit of a breeze, Pete, and a bit of an advantage, and they need to make it. Full effect of that advantage as this first term grows older. And Belshaw just got pinned for throwing the football and a free kick going the way of Jamie Lambert. So Lambert for the Devils between centre wing and half forward flank gets on the right, goes long and high, and oh! Two Devils crashed each other, but Go had her eyes on the ball, but going with her at the same time is Hodgie. Now, this is one of the youth girls that have uh, come up. We're in the 55. We didn't get a full name from Joe Watton, who didn't know it either. <laughs> Good work for the president. But they call her Hodgie. And tell she, you what, she had eyes for the footy only. Yeah, and took out the goal at the same time. She's lining up from probably about uh, 48 metres out. She does the step around. The kick is a bit flat to the near side. Had a little too much on it. Went out of bounds of the fall. It probably would have been best to bounce and then go over. But nonetheless, it is can we, with... Can we call for the DRS on that one, Pete? No, nah, it was out. Sharks yeah. now going short. Bruton through her hands. Oh, they're mucking it up here. This is Catterall. Goes to the hand pass looking for Benici against the boundary line. She runs over. And let me tell you one thing. I'm liking the run of the Devils at the moment. The Sharks seem to have no system whatsoever. Well, why aren't they trying to switch the play? I have no... They're not even... It's not even in the stratosphere. They're just bombing it down the line. I mean, it's 2015. So Mo Hope says, well, I'll come up into the centre of the ground and come up and get a touch and bomb it straight back down the line and turn it over again. So again, the Devils repel up towards half forward. Trying to bustle her way through his catterall. Did well. Kicked it centrally, but only as far as Hutch, who's come a long way up and... Should have probably switched it over towards Kath Smith, but decided to go towards centre-half forward, where Perks at the back doing the roving. Bit of wheeling and dealing, bit of dancing and prancing. Couldn't get the kick away. She's 35 from home. Hyle goes in to do a bit of bustling work. Trent got it out. Lambert trying to go backwards. Had a fresh air shot. Then she was hung on to. Then it goes back underneath the pack, and we'll have a bounce. 35 metres out from the Devils' attacking goal. They lead by two points, and there is not one player in St Kilda's half of the ground, Peter Holden. No, the ball goes up in the air. Perkins does the rack work. It was roved well, though, by Shannon McFerrin. He just put boot the ball out towards the wing position. Randall is caught That's straight cool. away by McNamara. The umpire says, holding the pill. And that will be a free kick going the way of the Devils. They've been impressive so far in the, uh, at least the first half of this first quarter. They lead by two points, though. They'd be hoping for much more of a margin as the wind's blowing across the ground, and they kick long towards the pack. Mo Hope at half-back flank came off her hands. Ball is along the ground. They're scrapping in hard for it. McGill tries to get a hand pass out. Couldn't find Hadlin. Now hanging on there is Benici. McFerrin lays a tackle and it's all wrapped up. Call for a ball up in front of our broadcast position. 48 metres out from the Devil's goal. So Mo Hope, uh, A, kick chasing. B, maybe the coach told her to get there. Now McFerrin goes with a semi-underground handball. They can't work it clear and even the coach wasn't looking in board. She was just looking boundary line. I know, <laughs> I know you're in defence, but 
They just seem bereft of ideas here, the Sharks. They're not a premiership contender in the first term so far, that's for sure. Now, going in there is Hope. Didn't really want to go in too low. And the boots were flying as well. And coming in, Muller. She's one who loves to go in underneath the pack and tosses it back to the umpire. Be thrown up, Carney and also Banner. And there's a couple of third ups and almost thrown out there by Carney. Or Kearney, I should say. And Murrowwood Pete, who is literally a back pocket for the Devils, is on the forward flank. This game is just upside down at the moment. It's tossed back up, breaking through Lambert. Got a little kick away. Hope bounced up, hit her in the scone. Falcon, it's all happening. Ball comes out the back, Lambert again. Got the handball to Trend. Tried to get to Muller, threw it to her. Muller got absolutely ragdolled. Now a clearing kick is a poor one. And Hannah Scott marks. Oh, no. Fisted away from her at the crucial stage. Now... Ball at half back here for the Sharks. They can't work a clear turnover. Bomb back inside by McNamara. Boundary line is probably a good result here for the Devils. But when said Foster kept it in. Now it's one on six. Lambert cop one high. Oh no, umpire said clean tackle. Now advantage. McFerrin says, oh hang on, stop the game. Umpire said no. And then it was a high, surely. Got whacked in the back of the head. And the umpire said ball up. And said, took the advantage. McFerrin saying, put what advantage was there. And, and then got whacked in the back of the head. So the umpire says, let's throw the ball up. 55 metres out from the Devils' goal. And Kearney wins it, but it's taken away by McFerrin. He got cleaned up on the way through too oh, high. Oh. Just collected by Lambert. Might be a square up as McFerrin gets the resulting free kick. Half-back flank right in front of our broadcast position. A side down by two points. So we said McFerrin is playing today. Across the Mo Hope of half-back flank. Had to give away the don't oh, argue. Just got away. Just got a kick away, but only as far as a sliding Hannah Scott. That Scott, is rubbish. Center wing position. What are they doing, Pete? I've got no idea, but they've got no system. As Scott <laughs> goes long and high. And oh, Mo Hope just got ridden into the ground. And the umpire's called play on. Mo Hope is flat on the pancake at the moment. How did he miss that? It's in the middle of the ground. Kicks it down the line. McGeo came out. Late fist in there by Catterall. 30 metres out from the Devil's goal. Pack of six players in there. Catterall goes in again. Wraps up an opponent. The umpires have well and truly thrown the whistle away today. That was disgusting. <laughs> they could have put a saddle on Mohawk. That's how much he was ridden into the ground. That was embarrassing. Hodgie comes through. Couldn't get it away, the, the youth girl for the Devils. Ball comes wide to Hope. She'll want to make amends. Tried the wheel and deal and did so. Got the kick away. Little barrel. Little barrel up to the wing. Kicked at a good 65, but it bounced on its point, which put Randall under the pump. She got claimed. It is rough and tough out there too. Randall's hurt. Banner's hurt. They're all flying out left, right and centre. Ball goes straight up and down. Banner back to her feet. Just got it round the outer side. Hacks it forward. A chance here if she can gather for Walsh. She's well and truly outnumbered down there. Probably two on five. Shoveled out though and was a throw. It was a good old-fashioned shovel. And it'll be a free kick to the Devils at left half back. What a game of footy. If you've just joined us, we're in the first term. The Devils, 1-2-8. The Sharks, 1-6. straight six. Round 12, VWFL Premier Division Football and GirlsPlayFooty.com. I'm going to need a drink at quarter time, Pete. This is just unbelievable. <laughs> I don't believe <laughs> what I'm drink. seeing. Mowick gave up the hand pass, and now Robin Foster goes long and high with the kick. Uh, Basley hesitated at the last moment. Trent got the hand pass out, and Haplin gave it off. And here's the kick that's an absolute shocker who took two bounces, and Scott is cursing because it got away from her. Both sides not really playing the conditions at all well. No, no one's used the other side of the ground which they were attacking with in the first five minutes. Um, The umpire will throw it in between centre wing and half forward flank. Devils attacking to the Ferntree Gully Road end. 
back into play, over the head of both Baisley and Perkins, Random Fist in the pack, just went forward, trying to kick it off the ground, Laura Bailey in towards the middle, Muller is there as well, nearly ran into trouble, gave off the hand pass to Alice Rod, who got claimed by Chapman, ball is on the ground, you've got uh, about eight players standing around it, and the umpire says, I'm going to have to have the pill back, and I'm going to ball it up in the middle of the ground. I'll tell you what, Pete, two very, very good tackling sides, that's one thing we've we already knew, and has been reinforced in this opening term. Ball comes free here for the Sharks, up towards Garner at half forward. Cat Smith came in, banged it back to whence it came, but taking a nice mark was Mia Ray Clifford at half back for the Sharks. And wow, Pete, space on the outer side of the ground. Shock me. They kicked it out there. They're a chance here, the Sharks. Lucas Rod's out there. She gets it inside the attacking 50 with a poor kick. And Hutch, the bucket back there. She just says, well, thank you very much. I'll clear this away from my side. And she goes towards the outer side of the ground. It was going in Murrow's direction, but she slipped over at the crucial moment. And here's the kick back towards the half-forward flank position on the outer side. Strong mark target. And Hutchins again <laughs> kicks it long. Land oh, the helicopter. Right on the chest. Thanks for coming. And and she gives off the hand pass, driving forward now, trying to go Hodgie again, 1-2, oh. she it in, she's class, and 25 umpire, no she doesn't get that, well, I have a sense of occasion son, <laughs> Hodge now gets it on, 65 metres out from goal, Darcy from spot, from behind there is Catterall, got the fist in there, close towards the boundary line, oh, will it go green? over, no it won't, going back there, the Devils, the, the uh, Sharks defence cleaning up there, is the 41 and Laura Bailey, kicked it back inboard, wasn't smart because Perkins was there. Perkins now kicking towards the hot spot. Went through the hands there. Benici forward at the back door. Hot potato football at the moment. Haley's got to bend over and pick it up. She does. Her kick partially smothered. It gains to about 45 out from defensive goal. Coming through is McNamara. She went to ground but managed to slap it forward. Bruton is there. Picks it up cleanly. Hand pass to Benici in trouble. Benici tries to get it to her teammate who had to duck there with no tackle. Benici got it again. Close towards the boundary line. One bounce and it's over. It's one of my big fears at the moment, Pete. I know we've brought in this ducking rule and fair enough, but there are a lot of old school well and truly that was a high one the, the, the umpires are missing, they're giving more ducks than they are high ones Ball back in, Basley try to put it down the throat of her teammate, there goes the buzzer Siren sounds for quarter time I'd, I'd say 90% of that was played in the forward half of the Devils and the scoreboard reads the Devils 1-2-8 the Sharks 1 straight 6 the Devils would be frustrated that they haven't made a greater impact on the scoreboard the Sharks would be frustrated that they've got no system they've got no idea oh absolutely and I mean the Sharks they, they switch the ball at the other side of the ground once and look good but I mean Pete it's 8-6 to six, so Really, for all the Devils' dominance, they lead by two points. So quarter number two is is where it's going to be at. Um, and maybe that's what the maybe that's what the Sharks went in with. They said, well, we're not going to kick too many goals to that end of the ground, which is uh, the far end of the ground or the northern end of the ground. So we'll just bottle it up turn one and kick four or five in the second and then work it out. That 55, by the way, and it's been a star youth girl. I think she actually played in the youth girls' carnival. Lauren Hodgniaki. Oh, I love the name. And that's one of the Hodgie. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and and you know what? She's almost built like a mini Sarah Perkins. Got that same shape about her. That same attack on the football. A very similar style. Separated at birth, you could say. Oh, a bit of swagger as well. Yeah, yeah, got the swagger. <laughs> you got to have the swagger. Absolutely loves it. And um, Dirk let herself down, though. That was that. That is real. If it's if it's two one to one straight, you say That's first quarter of the yeah. Devils. But 
Perk. She took the mark. There could have been seven Devils on their own in the goal square, but she took the grab, 25 out, swaggered it up, strutted back John O'Brien style and missed. That's very rare. Before we for go to the bar like her. Before we go to the break, I think probably the one good thing for the Devils, and I saw only have that one possession coming off half back, is they haven't really put much use, uh, much use yet into Catherine Smith. Mm. And the good only side had of that the two touches. And, and I think because she's been on the bench for a bit, and I think that's a good sign. If he's playing it smart there, Brendan Major, he might be just going, We know Smithy's good, we know Smithy can win the ball, let's just keep her fresh so when the legs get tired and they are gonna get tired in late stages of the third term and the final term, she'll be fresh and ready to go. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And um, I think there's a lot uh, on the men in orange for the last three quarters here, Pete, to free this game up. I think they've got a certain uh, yeah. certain level of the flow to answer for as well. They, they yeah. really didn't handle that it, first term it, well. It's one of those games where you think you've got to pull out some of those soft ones just to break it up. Mm. And, and, and a couple of 25s that are soft just to break the game yeah. over. And it's a sense of occasion yeah. too. As much as we said, the players haven't ad- adapted to the conditions, the umpires haven't either. So let's hope the first term we can put it in the book. We can have a, Everyone can have a chat. The umpires are having a chat. The players are having a chat. And we can work it out in the second term because the first term was a Atrocious from both in a, sides. In a, it was still, it still had its its beauty in the fact that it was really tough inside. But if the game's going to go on like that all afternoon, it's just going to be a snore fest by the end. Do you let have one quarter like that as long as it's a feeling out quarter? We'll take this break here on girlsplayfooty.com. It's quarter time in the match between the Devils and the Sharks, and it's the Eastern Devils one two eight, then the St Kilda Sharks one straight six. This is Danny Green. On a night out just like this, take it from me. One punch can be deadly. Thrown in anger, without warning, without gloves, it can kill. One punch can end their life and ruin yours. It takes grunt to throw it. It takes guts to walk away. One punch can be deadly. Authorised and spoken by Danny Green, Perth. Do you know someone with macular degeneration or glaucoma who's finding it hard to get around because of vision loss? They may have recently had a fall or you've noticed they're no longer able to find their way around safely. If you do, you should contact Guide Dogs. They help people just like this to stay safe and active. And it's a free service. To find out how Guide Dogs assists people with impaired vision to stay safe and independent, call 1-800-804-805. That's 1-800-804-805. Hi, this is Craig Lowndes for Rad. Recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. Get behind the wheel of a V8, or any car for that matter, and it's all about being in control. Get behind the wheel after you had a few drinks and you risk losing that control. You're much more likely to cause a crash or even kill someone. So before you drink, plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver who won't drink or pull your money together to share a taxi. The life you save might be your own. The Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond is the home of footy, with all NRL and AFL games shown live on the big screens. Pop in for their quality meal specials, midday through to nine, plus the TAB and bottle shop open till 1am seven days a week. The Rising Sun Hotel are proud to support women's footy and have been sponsors of the Eastern Devils since 2001. Call in to the Riser today, 395 Swan Street in Richmond. Just a drop bun from Burnley train station. Here, get along. I'm here about the car. Hi, um, are they with you? Yeah, if you boys wanted to come over in case you join. I mean, 
look at the car. <laughs> oh, I need to sell my car fast. Need to sell your car fast? At sellmycar.com.au, we will buy your car. Cash for your car fast. Sellmycar.com.au. Conditions apply. See sellmycar.com.au. Live across the web. This is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. Right on the start of the siren for the second quarter to get us underway, Daniel Hill. So, ball tossed up. We've given the bouncing away, and Scott decides to go with the Texas wedge out wide. And running onto it, though, is the opposing Lucas Rod. Forces the turnover as the rain starts to fall. And up towards half forward, Hope had it, lost it, juggled it, and then. Got absolutely sat on by Steph Carroll, and the umpire saw it at the last moment, and Hope will have the free kick, and she's hurt. Is she hurt? Yeah, she's just rolled over in a bit of pain, and... She's been in the wars, poor Mo, in the first quarter and a bit. She had to go down to half-back to get some possessions, and she and kicked she, one goal. Um, got saddled up and ridden into a pack, and didn't get a free for it. They got a bit of a whack there, she just wiping away the face. She's got her back turned to her so we can't see that clearly. But she will be lining up from directly in front, 40 metres out on a dry day where the sun's shining. It's saying no problems. But with the wind about and now the rain coming down, good luck. I hate to say, Pete, but uh, Mo Hope going with the, the top deck style top knot today. And if you're going to have a haircut like that, you, you're probably going to cop a couple. <laughs> it's just the nature of the game. Mo, one of the game's best. She comes in Sort of a bit of a nine-iron, but does the business. And that's through the middle. Lovely kick in her second. Just judged it beautifully. We saw her judge it well at the other end. And also judged it really well at the southern end. She gets her second. A four-point lead to the Sharks. And just like that, Pete, despite their dominance, the Devils are behind. And the rain is coming in sideways. Yeah, no, it's starting to hit the computing electrical equipment. Marvellous. I might have to sacrifice the jacket here in a moment to cover this. This is absolutely sensational. Jeez, if Just we get a little step back here. If we get electrocuted, it's my fault here as we move the table back and everything's back here. What a... Whoop, hang on. The leg's not going to go on the table. No, nope, there's... Uh, Jeez, this is fun. Uh, Wouldn't be a bad way to go, We've got the crowd even helping us move the table back. Thank you very much. Local football. Yeah, exactly. As it's now in the middle of the ground, Cattle tries to kick it off the ground. She does so. Gains about 20 metres out towards the wing position. Going without it there. I think it was Walsh out there. Chucking and weaving in a hurried little kick. Moves it forward by McFerrin out towards the half forward the flank. The rain really teeming down as we speak at the moment. Garda was there. Ball popped out the side. Here's the kick around the corner. Hutchins reads it best. It was like dry with a footy. Took that cleanly, Hutchins, in the back pocket. She looked for the switch momentarily, then decided to go down the line on the That's outer a side. Heavy ball. Indeed, it's only gone about 35 metres with a kick close towards the boundary line. In there as well was Jasmine Garner besieged upon. Oh, and the umpire. Definitely had a chat at quarter time, Pete. Yep, and uh, said that one uh, is in the back, and it's a free kick going to Shannon McFerrin. McFerrin goes towards the pocket in the lead of Mo Hope. Bounce to her once. Turn her inside out. Tries to go the banana, and it doesn't work. It goes across the face. Benici is there. Smith coming towards it. Benici put it on the boot. Went towards the top of the square. Ball came off hands. Going there is Jessica Trent. Trying to get a hand pass. Smith came over late the tackle. Right on top of the goal square, and the umpire is going to call for a bounce. Right on by Catherine Smith. She doesn't lay that tackle, but it's an easy goal to the Sharks. Throw it up and away we go again. As Kearney is there, 
trying to cut the way through there was uh, Garner, but taken away by Scott, one big boot, clears the way, had it momentarily and has to try and go back again while nearly being shoved over in the process with safety Casey, but it's pickpocketed by Bruton, Bruton's kick, oh Hutchie just lost her footing at the last second, put it to ground, Scott is there, takes it, has Hutchie in the pocket, and she needs her. Point. oh shocking kick, Russia points, it barely travelled the 15, but either way it just picked out Brianna Davey, what has happened to the old school Russia points. Well, she had, she hand passed, she had Hutchins in the pocket. Yeah, but she was literally in the points. The handball's cut off, just walk over the line and reload. Well, she's giving it to Brianna Davey with a shot on goal, a difficult 45 degree angle, but will be kicking from about 20 to 25 metres out to make it 10 points the difference if she can slot it through. Brianna Davey for the Sharks. Hangs oh, it out right and it's slush. a shank kick. Oh, no hope got air time. Couldn't bring it in and here's a rush behind. And what do the pros do, Pete? Hutch, bang, straight through behind. No mucking around. 2-1, 13 the Sharks. 1-2-8 for the uh, Devils here on girlsplayfooty.com. This quarter for sellmycar.com.au sponsors of the Sharks. So Hutchins in search of trend. It's a three-on-three three out here in front of our commentary position. The Ball gets to the back of the pack, and Penny Cooler Reed's there, and so is Trend, and then Reed. Cooler Reed lays the tackle on Trend, bounce it to half forward for the Sharks, who lead by five points. Baisley coming in to do the ruck work against Kearney, and Kearney, good body work early in the contest, but couldn't win the tap. Smith went in, she couldn't come up with it for the Devils, burrowing her way through again is Baisley. The umpire says, I'll have to bounce it again. And the sun's come out. Now it looks like it's snowing out there, Pete. <laughs> uh, we've had it all today. Out at Glen Waverley, that's what happens. Getting one high in there was Chapman. And uh, like her namesake in the AFL, she dropped the knees perfectly. Into the pocket, Hope. Good hands. Double grab. She's 25 to 30 out. Very tight angle. Needs someone from the Devils here to keep her on the boundary. Hannah Scott not awake to it. Should do some coaching nah, here, Pete. Nah. Because we know what yeah. Mo's going to do. She's got her back turned to it. There's a bit of space to work with. And Benici's got some space if she receives the hand pass. I think they might be. They're going to try and shepherd the player on the mark here. But Hope comes in. Going to go the drop punt. And it's a shocker. Across the face. It did come back, but just never spun right. Mm. And unfortunately, in these conditions, unless you get the uh, the spin down pat, you're not going to get the break you need. So six-point lead now to the Sharks, and the Devils trying to clear. And that's Hutchins who goes with a long, booming kick. Kyle went flying for it, then dropped it, got it back again, had to give away the little hand pass, trying to kick it off the ground there as McNamara close towards the boundary line, and running with her was Tilly Lucas-Rod, who saw the ball over. 55 metres out from the Sharks' goal, up the side of the ground. Sharks going towards the southern end as the Sun teams down now. On to uh, the Sun team Reserve. down. Team down. I think uh, it beams down. Well, I'll try that. I was just making up a word as we go along. <laughs> as, as the ball goes over the boundary line and out of bounds once again. I'm, I'm, I'm starting up a new dictionary, you see. That's the, that's, that's where I'm going with Lovely that. Work. Basically, just tapped it down. Hurried little kick straight out of the pack. You can't uh, kick it out of bounds on the ball on that side of the ground. Well, that's what they've just did. Nelly kicked it into the coach's shelter as well. That's and not a shelter. That's a cardboard box. <laughs> it's a bus stop. <laughs> and it'll be a free that kick is, for the Devils. Ladies and gentlemen, that is like one of those bus stops you see like somewhere around uh, Hepburn Springs in the middle of nowhere on the side of the road. It's just literally a one-by-one one tin shed. Ball kicked up to the wing, plenty around it, and it's hacked out of there and quite nicely in the end towards Trend, who bangs it up towards the other bus shelter at half forward which is controlled by the Devils down there and the Sharks on this occasion turn it over and Chapman 
full-chested, comes out and takes the mark on the wing for the Sharks. She looks to centre it up in, in uh, search of Pepper and Salt Randall down there. She couldn't take the mark. Coming through McNamara. This is a bit of a kick and chase for McNamara. That's uh, rugby league style. Went out and got her own ball. Did well. <laughs> then kicked it up towards centre-half forward. It's a poor kick, though. The bounce though favours Heil. Now it goes back to Foster. Jess Foster on the right. Lovely kick to Darcy, who took a nice mark. And all of a sudden, five seconds of champagne football and the Devils are deep in attack towards the goal square. Back of the pack. Chance for the Devils. Can they force it clear? No, rushed over. Well done by the Sharks to force it. And the margin cut to five points. But, wow, Pete, first sign of some real... uh, Real ignition there for for the Devils. They managed to spark it up, and they managed to get the ball from half back to half forward with relative ease. 2-2-14 to 139. Sharks leading by five points. Kick out from full back. Hits Haitley on the chest. Haitley in the pocket on the far side of the ground. Decides to go up towards the Chapman direction. Had it momentarily, then came out of her hands. Devils are there sweeping with numbers. Just taking it there is Robin Foster, who tried to kick it up the line towards the half-forward flank position. Lampert gave away a little hand pass to McNamara. McNamara. Rosniaki now gets it on the right. Long in towards the uh, forward line. It's a booming kick. It went out the back door. Ball is dribbling in the goal square. Support is back there if they can get there in time and Heil Heil up against the boundary line in the pocket just snaps it across the face supporters there dropped it then a stop on goal is across the face and out of bounds on the full in the goal square was was Jess Foster but she was being tackled as she tried to get her kick and it skewed off the side oh that was a that's another golden opportunity, Pete. That was really that was a soda. That was the old um, just need to try- keep it low. Didn't need to kick the didn't need to you know kick the leather off the thing. Just need to tap it through with the toe. That's how far out she was. Yeah, I think it was a good old fashioned uh, trying to trying to hit the thin point of the ball and hit the fat bit. Ironically, the only goal for the Devils Someone's has probably re- been the best has been the best goal that's Hyle, who just kicked it along the ground. That we've got probably- a shark down there who's done a I'll knee. Keep, I'll keep an eye on it. You keep an eye on the play. So the ball comes to the back flank to Baisley, and it definitely looks knee-worthy down there, Pete. Baisley out of side. Good kick in the end in search of Tilly Lucas-Rod, who had it momentarily, kept it in front of herself, and then wheeled around and kicked it up towards the wing where Walsh went in and wasn't really interested in the contest there, Walsh, and coming through was Hutchins. She said, well, thank you very much. Kicked it up towards half-forward. Good smother laid down there by Hodgnacki. She went back in to try and gather, but Bruton's down there to help. Smith, fresh air shot at the the fist away. Now Walsh came through, back towards Scott, who's under the pump immediately for the Devils. Got one high, surely, umpire. The old Gladstone small group there and got away with it. Hutchins goes in after it. Murrowood's in there. No real clean possession, but now Scott comes away. Gets on the right boot, up towards centre-half forward. The ball just carries the pack where Darcy waits. Bounce eluded her momentarily. Burring her way through down there is Lambert. Now Trent cop one high surely. Got absolutely sat on. Umpire again waving play on. And there'll be a bounce at centre-half forward. So for the first two or three minutes where the umpire's tidied it up, they've gone back to the fault and they're letting everything go now. You keep an eye on the inch apart on the far side. I could see a two on the jump, but that, but that was about it. 
Um, as it's taken away here, Kearney goes long towards the forward line. Oh, the mark was there and was dropped momentarily. And uh, you can tell it's like a piece of soap out there as Lambert has to spin around from about 45 metres out from goal. Went to the hot spot. Oh, by herself. How did that happen? Because there's 17 out there, Pete. Yep, and Darcy will now be lining up directly in front from about 15 to 20 metres out and should make a meal of this. Yeah, so with the injured player on the other side of the field, the, the Sharks just haven't numbered up there, and that's what's costing. That's why she was on her own. And Sarah Darcy creeps in directly in front, kicks it on the left and does the job, and the Devils are in front here at Brentwood Reserve. They're 2-4, 16-16. The Sharks at 2-2-14. Yeah, I think it's here, Catterall, Pete. Here on girlsplayfooty.com. Yeah, the fire had a bit of height to it. I've got a feeling it might be Catterall that uh, that will be uh, well, definitely today spending the rest of the game on the bench. But is it gone for the season? I don't know. Did not look good. And she actually started trying to crawl towards the boundary. To, and that's the older uh, end of the day. You can come off the other side of the ground. And then you don't come back on, but yeah, she's in some real trouble. I still can't 100% pick up who it is. Probably do a bit of a numbers count in a minute, but it looks like Catterall for mine, Pete. Hopefully she's okay. Ball back in the centre of the ground. Baisley won the tap. Bit of falcon work going on in there. Just channeling uh, channeling a bit of soccer down there was Baisley. Went with a header accidentally. Ball up towards half the perk. No, coming out down there is Hodge Nagy. Takes the grab, looking for Perk now. Goes in that direction, towards full forward. Ball hits the base of the pack. The Sharks do have the numbers back there. Penny Cooler-Reed just burrowing her way through. Gets the handball away to Mia Ray Clifford, who clearing kick only lands as far as Catherine Smith, who wants to go quickly, and it's a poor kick. Only as far as Pepper Randall, who marks it left half back. And wants to go into the centre of the ground. It's a risky kick, only as far as Kearney, who couldn't quite work it clear. Good tackle laid in there by Trend. Now, Heil. Is that a shot at goal? It's a reverse outside banana. <laughs> it was an interesting kick. <laughs> and she almost got it all the way. But on the last line, uh, the Sharks managed to clear out wide. And they are trying to use that outer side now, which they... Failed to do in the first term. They've really opened things up, the Sharks, but they can't work it clear. They're at right half back, and the boundary line will win this contest. We'll have a throw-in. So 55 metres around from the Devils' attacking goal. They lead by two points. For today, Pete, they're the Rovers over on the scoreboard because we are at the home of the Glen Waverley Junior Football Club, and they are the Rovers. Davies' kick, though, went straight down the throat of Meg Hutchins on defensive side of centre wing, and she decides to come back in oh. towards centre-half forward, nearly hit her intended target there in Hodgniaki, who has to go back and chase after the ball. Basley went to ground. Uh, Kearney was with her. Then Hodgniaki had it momentarily, got the hand pass away while under pressure. McNamara delivered it forward. Good mark taken out there on the half-forward flank about 45 metres out from goal no probably a bit further looks like Jess Foster for mine over there Pete far side the ground doesn't have our commentators who are in the fourth pocket at the other end she's a really good kick too and I mean the wind's not going to help but there's probably only a few players on the ground that kick a goal from here and she's probably in that category and the approach now and kick towards the top of the goal square. Distance was good, accuracy was not. To wait to the near side for a minor score. One behind, 2-5-17 for the Devils. The Sharks, 2-2-14 here on girlsplayfooty.com. This quarter for sellmycar.com.au, sponsors of the Sharks. 
So the restart, Pinnacula Reed goes wide out of sight. Baisley just underneath it. Over the back, Scott got a kick away. Boundary side in search of McGeo, who boundary line beats her. So the Devils all of a sudden just wrestle back control here in this uh, middle stage of the second term. They have a three-point lead, and it's tossed back in. It's an absolute shocker. Baisley comes up with it. Threw it to Bruton. Up I didn't see it. Now, Bruton couldn't work it clear. Does so on this occasion. Now, Catherine Smith gathers a loose footy. Oh, Darcy couldn't take the mark. Bounced off her chest on the goal line. Now, they're trying to clear away again the Sharks. Boundary line should beat them. Oh, they kept it in just momentarily. But being bundled over and out is Laura Bailey. So, again, the Sharks on the back foot. 25 out from their defensive goal. We'll have a throw in. And we wait for the throw back into play. Baisley versus Perkins. Perkins won it out. Kula Reed had it momentarily. Lambert going with her. Casey hand pass to Lambert who got the kick away while being tackled. Has the flying shot on goal! Oh, what a goal that was. Put it down to Jamie Lambert. She gets her first of the afternoon, and this is the biggest lead of the day as the score now goes out to nine points the difference. 3-5-23 for the Devils, 2-2-14 for the Sharks for sellmycar.com.au. Yeah, really big goal, that one. And as we said in the first term, Pete, that they hadn't taken advantage of their opportunities, the Devils, and all of a sudden it looks as though the breeze has just dropped down a touch and they've dominated the last five or ten minutes and they get their just reward. So we'll be back in the centre of the ground in a few moments. And looks like Perkins is in the ruck to go against Baisley. And also Mo Hope moved into the midfield. So rolling the dice a bit here, the Sharks. Body on body, Baisley and Perkins. The clearance now for Lambert, who kicked the last goal. She goes up towards half forward in, in search of Hannah Scott, who couldn't take the mark. And now coming away, Mia Ray Clifford. Goes along the outer wing, but at the back, Catherine Smith. Oh, poor handball, though. Now the ball again comes back for Catherine Smith who shovels it into the centre of the ground with no particular target. And umpire gives a throw against the Sharks. Looked like a handball from here. But it'll be a freaky tomorrow at half back. And she decides to go for the switch. Got a bit good with the kick. Trent had it, then dropped it. Has to go back again. Gets claimed That's to the high, back. Umpire. umpire said, no, play on. That was all fair. Hand pass along the ground was good to see of uh, McFerrin, but it went nowhere. Randall then finally picked it up. Put it out to Benici. He's got space. Benici in the middle of the ground. Went left, went right. Then kicked it straight down the line. She was looking for Mo Hope, but the kick was off target. And Stephanie Carroll takes it. And now here's the long kick. kick looking for Marwood. Marwood takes it. Open wing to go to. She's going to have to go to the one-on-one. -on -one she goes for the boundary line. She got a little nudge afterwards, close towards the boundary line to score it over now. As the player running onto it was uh, Safety Casey. Hutch can smell the blood here. She's starting to run off a little bit more than she normally does. Normally stays at home, does Hutch in the first uh, two quarters, or, or at least the first quarter and a half. But now she's decided there's a bit of blood in the water here for the Devils, and I'm going to take a few risks. As Pepper, Pepper Randall goes into the pack and comes out with a footy. And going after it, Benici. Hasn't had her greatest day today, Brittany Benici. I know it's a harsh thing to say, Peach. She's only a young player, but she's one of the top liners, just been drafted and just hasn't uh, hasn't really been up to her regular standards today. Taken away there, and a hurried little kick away by McFerrin, which is just dribbling, dribbling, dribbling towards the boundary line. Look at her. She's ready to run off. Reminiscent <laughs> of the uh, first quarter. The ball is over the boundary line and out of bounds. The wind has definitely dropped, though, Pete. If the Devils win this, they know they're back in the finals hunt. 
and uh, it throws all the pressure back on the Sharks, the Creekers and the Muggers as the ball is back into play. Perkins at the front of her feet, couldn't pick it up. Lambert tried to get a hurried hand pass to Hyle, was waiting for it, the ball to bounce to her and it just stopped dead. And then Benici just took it away. A kid towards uh, Walsh. Walsh tries to go with a hand pass while under pressure to Georgia Harris. Harris to the one-on-one. No! Hope takes it. Plays on goal. Mo Hope turned Carl inside out. And uh, is that her second or third for the day? For third. Third. And she's kicked all the Sharks' goals. That one was crucial against the run of play. And uh, that moves them now to 3 2 20. A trial by three points. The Devils 3 5 23. Lot of stages of the second term for sellmycard.com.au. Bit of luck involved there. And it was good defence down here from, uh, from her direct opponent, Steph Carroll. And. Uh, just jamming it on the boot was Georgia Harris and really kicked it and hoped. Didn't didn't really have a look, but uh, the hope was Mo, and she's not a bad hope to have. And she kicked the goal. So back to the centre of the ground, and Kearney is back in the middle. Perkins just a small stint in the ruck. Baisley comes at her from the 45. They lock up, tap one down only as far as Benici, and now Scott steals it. Kicks it up towards half forward where Lambert's claimed without it, umpire. That was, anyway, been consistent. Got to say that much. Bounce. Centre of the ground, just on this side of the rings. Commentary side, tossed up. Good body work again from Kearney. Just pushed Baisley out of the way. Up towards half forward. Perkins, oh, spun around like a top. She couldn't quite pick it up. Good tackle by Benici. Absolutely wrestled her to the ground. Now the ball goes in and McNamara couldn't come up with it. Darcy goes in to help out. Hannah Scott's in there. All the big names for the Devils. Now Robin Foster says, well, not such a big name in terms of ability, but I'll tell you what, I'm a star for this club and I'm going to get it and I'm going to bang it long. Does exactly that. Now at half forward, Jess Foster. She kicks up towards full forward. Out wide for Darcy. Oh, and the ball did just stay in. Oh, did it. Trip it, apparently, says the umpire. And free kick to Banner. And yeah, so she's going to... Is it Banner? Yeah, it is so. Banner. Left half back. I'll tell you what, the Devils can't buy a free kick, Pete. <laughs> I might have to slip them 50 at half time. <laughs> Don't say that. As the ball is uh, ready to be brought can back only, to the play. You can only call what I see, Pete. Half back. There's the long, high kick, and uh, Gardner brought the ball to ground, though. Hoshniaki is just all wrapped up. Going <laughs> He's got nowhere. six hanging off her. And the umpire says, I'm gonna, in fact, it was Perkins, pardon me, as they call for the ball up. The far That's almost deliberate. Baisley's there as well. Benici close towards the boundary line, got bundled over by Muller. And we'll see a throw in between centre wing and half forward flank. They're attacking the northern end of the ground here, the Devils. They find themselves three points up for sellmycar.com.au. Back into play. Carney brought the pardon me, Kearney brought the ball to ground. Lampert is in there. Trend. Hand pass out. Pepper Randall tries to shrug off a couple. She might be caught. Weaves through. Scrappy football at the moment. And it's been intercepted by Casey. Casey oh, got brought ball. down there by Vanderwall. And Vanderwall gets the resulting free kick for the Sharks. A true centre half back, about 40 out from defensive goal. Well, Vanderwall, she's rarely beaten back there. And not on this occasion. She decides to go centrally. Dangerous kick. Plenty in the middle. It's like a stampede in there, Pete. Garner came through. She couldn't force it clear. And surely this will be a ball up. Umpire lets it go. Garner again. Take two. (laughs) This time she goes to ground. And going in after it is Gardner. 
for the Sharks. And this time the umpire says, well, I'll have to throw this up and attempt to sort it out. Baisley and Kearney just not really worried about the one metre apart. They're just getting on with it down there for the Ruck women. Now it comes out to Benici. Poor kick round the corner. And Hutch just gobbles that one up and marks it half back. Hutchins. That's the kick. Ahead. That's the kick. Gets on the right, goes long, and Heil takes the mark. Got to go central now. The on the ground. Oh, oh it was a, it was a wild hook on that. That's like my golf shot. That's terrible. <laughs> out towards the wing position. That's on the seventh tee. That Scott had tried to get it going out towards the half forward flank position. Robin Foster just moving along the ground. Chip, chip, chip with a kick. Gains about 40 metres doing it and looking for Jess Foster. But the ball got away from her and went over the boundary line and out of bounds with Bailey on her hammer. And we'll throw it in probably about 55, 60 metres out from the Devil's goal far side of the ground. That was a classic case of Heil. She... The brain was telling her to do something. The, the, the coach, they had the, 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 uh, the voice in the back of the head, the coach was saying to do something, and then the body did something else. <laughs> it's all confused. <laughs> but uh, it's all worked out okay because the ball has been forced wide, and there'll be another throw up. Perkins in the ruck. Just tapped it down nicely. Now spun around in the tackle for the Devils and kicked defensively. And, and now, well, if there was a larger crowd here Pete the Bronx cheers would be up because it's going to be a free kick to Muller out wide for the Devils she got one high and she's really groggy too gives the handball off oh and Robin Foster almost got run down in the process so a poor kick to half forward Jess Foster's now under the pump amazing amount of times the ball leaves Robin Foster's foot and lands somewhere near Jess Foster <laughs> Just that sixth sense between them as the ball is thrown up in the air again and uh, Perkins brought it down to ground and McFerrin got it across to uh, Clifford and Clifford went out towards the centre wing position, bounced around from a few, here comes Hutch, he put her head over the ball, nearly got pickpocketed, then got back up and scored. Oh, shot, Hutch. Hutchins is class, moves it towards the forward line, out towards the uh, goal square, little oh, toe pack along the, the ground, will they try and uh, shuffle it through, it's going right across the face, McFerrin experiences, let's just tap it through for a point and say, face here and they move now to three goals 6-24 leading 3-2-20 Devils up by four points for sellmycar.com.au I know Hutch is a team player but she's that good she could take three bounces and kick that goal but she did the team thing got into the forwards Gardner over the top Sharks trying to clear Banner comes out oh couldn't take the mark now they're under the pump turnover Scott she uses her right foot when she should have used her left and it's a banana though, so it's a hard one to mark. McFerrin's in there helping out. Gets the handball wide to Benici, who oh, kicks an upcountry footy. Oh, good courage going in there, Gardner. Then she threw it out. Ball still at half forward for the Devils. Turnover. Murrawood, fish out of water up there. Oh, she got one high from Randall. Umpire blindsided. And now we'll have a bounce at centre half forward. It was one of those really awkward contest where they were both sort of bending over the ball but geez Randall if she lets that out it's a goal to the devil she did really well and Kearney goes up in the ruck as the siren sounds for half time here on girlsplayfooty.com's match of the day between the devils and the sharks it's four points the difference the devils way they're 3-6-24 leading the sharks 3-2-20 the sharks dominating the uh, earlier stages of that second quarter the devils pulling it back they got out to a nine point lead at one stage thanks to mo hope the sharks managed to pull it back to just four points the difference but we have got a ball game with two quarters to go. Oh, absolutely, Pete. And 
I mean, the conditions fined up and the players started to adapt um, a little better in that term. And, yeah, if it wasn't for Mo Hope, I'll tell you what, the Sharks, they wouldn't have a, a chance in hell at this point. But uh, I've really been impressed with the Devils, Pete. I think they've they've um, really had a, a down six weeks after a really solid first six weeks. So it's good to see them getting back to, uh, to what we have seen from them in the past. And obviously in round three, um, they got the job done at home, this is a, the second home game, so it must just be a little bit of trepidation for the Sharks coming down, uh, coming across, sort of uh, towards Devil Territory. I don't know what you. How would you get here, Pete? You'd sort of drive, get down Centre Road or something. I was trying, going to say the highway, but there's well, no, no real highway no, between no, no. St you, Kilda. If, and if you're going for St Kilda, you would easily just go straight down Dandenong Road, which is Prince's Highway, then Ferntree Gully. So we can say highway. So they've come down the highway, and look at the end of the day, the Sharks are well and truly in this game on the scoreboard but, but at the moment it just they just don't look like it's happening for them mm. and now they've got a quarter where they, they've got to go to an end where they really didn't score in the first quarter they kicked one goal and they've got to try and be close enough at three quarter time but hey the but, premiership quarter body language tells everything the Sharks were kind of straggling along as they ran towards the boundary line while the Devils coming off are together as a solid unit running off the ground body language tells you everything oh absolutely absolutely and yeah, the Devils really confident, and the Sharks a bit of soul searching going on. But it's only four points, Pete. There's it's only four points, and you can see smiles on the faces from the Devils, the Sharks. Not a single smile on anyone's face. All just rounds heads down. There is, there's a big, you know, you can tell a lot from body language, and I just look at it, just going, the Devils look like they've got more on the tank to give. The Sharks are going, oh no, is it going to be done to us? Oh, yeah. The demons creeping in the mind. It's mind games. It's played all about the shoulders, you see. Absolutely. So we might take this opportunity to take a break here on girlsplayfooty.com. When we come back, we'll look through the goal kickers, discuss some of our better players, and hopefully we'll get some updates from Darabin uh, from their game today against St Albans, a final score there, and hopefully some around-the-ground scores from Melbourne University versus Diamond Creek. That game also crucial in the context of the final series. But here at halftime, it's the Eastern Devils, 3-6-24, leading the St Kilda Sharks, 3-2-20. Back after this. The Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond is the home of footy, with all... NRL and AFL games shown live on the big screens. Pop in for their quality meal specials midday through to nine, plus the TAB and bottle shop open till 1am seven days a week. The Rising Sun Hotel are proud to support women's footy and have been sponsors of the Eastern Devils since 2001. Call into the Riser today. 395 Swan Street in Richmond. Just a drop bun from Burnley train station. Hi, I'm Gabby Hollows. Help the Fred Hollows Foundation continue my husband's work. $25 can help someone see again. Please call 1-800-352-352 or visit hollows.org.au. Hi, I'm Lane Beachley. Australians have recycled enough printer cartridges to cover Bondi Beach 12 times. That's kept 11,000 tonnes of valuable resources out of landfill. Drop your used original cartridges into the special boxes at participating retail outlets and they'll be turned into new products from pens to road surfaces. Help us keep up the good work. Find out more at cartridges.planetart.org. Social events, corporate events, birthdays, parties, weddings, music for the masses, DJs, live musicians. You set the date, we'll set the mood. Music for the masses. 1-800-4-MUSIC. 1-800-4-MUSIC. Music for the masses. 
Hi, it's Eric from Deaf Children Australia. Ready for your next lesson? With your left hand palm facing you, touch the left thumb with the right pointer finger. That's A. Now put the same pointer finger onto the left hand pointer. That's E. And for I, O and U, point and place on the next three fingers. They're the vowels. How easy is that? Next time I'll teach you to sign nice things like thank you. At Deaf Children Australia, we're helping young deaf people reach their potential at school and in life. Please join us. Together we can make a difference. Here, get out of I'm here about the car. Hi, um, are they with you? Yeah, a few boys wanted to come over in case you join. I mean, look at the car. <laughs> oh, I need to sell my car fast. Need to sell your car fast? At sellmycar.com.au, we will buy your car. Cash for your car, fast. Sellmycar.com.au Conditions apply. See sellmycar.com.au The symptoms of ovarian cancer sound like part of every woman's life. Abdominal bloating, abdominal or back pain, appetite loss, changes in toilet habits, unexplained weight gain or loss, indigestion or heartburn, and fatigue. But if these symptoms are unusual for you and they persist, please see your doctor. For more information, visit the Ovarian Cancer Program website at nbocc.org.au. Live across the web, this is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. And welcome back to Brentwood Reserve in Gwen Waverley for this girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. It is half time and the Devils 3 6 24, leading the St Kilda Sharks 3 2 20. And it's four points of difference. Goal kickers at this stage for the Devils. It's singles each for the Devils with Lambert, Heil and Darcy on the scoreboard. For St Kilda Sharks, just those three goals to uh, Mo Hope. And as we mentioned at one stage, Mo Hope was playing off the half-back flank in the latter stages of the first term. And, of course, she's been moved down for kicking two there in that uh, second term to uh, help put the Sharks back on track. The biggest margin in the game so far was nine points at the halfway mark of the second term, which at that stage the Devils were leading uh, the Sharks. Uh, we should mention as well, two injury concerns. Uh, it looks like Amy Carroll uh, may have done a knee from what we could see. It was happening at the far end of the ground from us. And uh, she was, uh, well, she tried to limp around the boundary line about three quarters of the way. And eventually they had to just try and pick her up and carry her off to the bench. Also at the same time, Brianna Davey has come off and she was seen uh, limping, mostly her right leg. We're not sure it was an ankle or maybe a calf injury. It looks relatively minor, but it's certainly hampering her. And we don't think she'll be coming on the game for ground for the rest of the day. So that means the Sharks will be two players down. And as you heard, if you've just joined the broadcast. Uh, Shannon McFerrin, the coach, is pulling on the 61 jumper and playing today for the St Kilda Sharks. So uh, that's how they're looking at the moment. Under siege against the Devils. The Devils, of course... uh the Devils, of course, are needing uh, to win this game to keep their finals hopes alive because the run looks like this for the Devils uh, heading into... Uh September. They will be playing Darabin next week uh, on a Sunday at uh, Darabin, I believe. Uh, the week after that, uh, they will be taking on the St Albans Spurs. Then their final game again is against the St Kilda Sharks. At the moment, they sit one game and percentage outside the four. But as we speak, fourth and fifth are battling, as we uh, mentioned, between uh, Melbourne Uni and Diamond Creek. And should the Devils win today, that puts one of those sides under the pump big time, particularly Melbourne Uni, uh, because in that game, um, Melbourne Uni, um, Melbourne Uni with their run home are taking on sides such as Darabin, St Kilda and Diamond Creek, 
all contending for the finals. Uh, the Devils, with their run home, as we mentioned, do have the Spurs, which, uh, no offence to the Spurs, but you would expect the Devils to pick that one up. So that is possibly a win in the bank, which is putting all pressure on Melbourne Uni. Diamond Creek also have the Spurs on the run home. Uh, should they pick up that win, that's an extra buffer in the bank for them. Uh, with Diamond Creek and St Albans, that will be our match of the round next Sunday from 1.30pm. It's also their Guide Dogs fundraiser round, and that's why I'll be out there for the first time to call the Spurs when they take on Diamond Creek at Kings Park in St Albans. We'll keep an eye for you on uh, around the ground scores. In fact, we're getting something through now from the Muggers game. At half-time at Tin Alley, Melbourne Uni 3-2-20, trail Diamond Creek 4-3-27. So again, the Creekers leading the Muggers by seven points. And as we said in that game, that's probably the best-case scenario for the Devils. The Devils will be looking to beat the Sharks and be hoping that Melbourne Uni lose because Melbourne Uni have the toughest run home. And again, the, the Devils could be the side that in the box seat to try and jump Melbourne Uni. Both of them uh, do have Darabin also on the run home, which you would, I guess, give that uh, to Darabin, even though... Melbourne Uni have knocked off Darabin before, but you'd have to run with a form guide there. So, again, just repeating, seven points the difference at, uh, Main, at uh, Main Oval, Melbourne University, and it is the Creekers leading the Muggers by seven points in that low-scoring contest. While Daniel Hill decides to devour another uh, bag of chips, thank you very much, we'll take this opportunity to take... A quick break here on girlsplayfooty.com, live from Brentwood Reserve, where at the moment it is the Eastern Devils leading by just four points, 3624 to 3220. Hi, I'm Lane Beachley. Australians have recycled enough printer cartridges to cover Bondi Beach 12 times. That's kept 11,000 tonnes of valuable resources out of landfill. Drop your used original cartridges into the special boxes at participating retail outlets and they'll be turned into new products from pens to road surfaces. Help us keep up the good work. Find out more at cartridges.planetart.org. Hi, I'm Gabby Hollows. Help the Fred Hollows Foundation continue my husband's work. $25 can help someone see again. Please call one 800 352352 or visit hollows.org.au Good afternoon. Hi, just the bread and milk, thanks. That's 550, thank you. And can I have something to put those in that will injure our marine life, clog our drains and landfill, adding to over 6 billion other plastic bags used every year that aren't recycled, meaning most end up as rubbish? Uh, may I recommend you pick up one of our environmentally friendly reusable bags? It's time to think about what you're really asking for. Say no to plastic bags. For more information, visit cleanup.com.au. Live across the web. This is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. And, of course, we're back here at Brentwood Reserve and joining us once again back in the uh, commentary box. He just loves this wireless microphone. I don't know why Daniel Hill. Have you turned it on? You know, turned it up and, you know, on and all of that? Should be on. Oh, there I am. You are now. It's so I can eat chips and not bump the microphone. <laughs> for those of you at home. I should have had a longer it's... break because this magnificent chips with chicken on I've had two chips in the minute and 20 second break that we had. I tell you what, mate, and they are to die for. We should be coming back to Brent, uh, Brentford, Brentwood, Brentwood, Brentwood Reserve, Reserve more often. Oh, round here, mate, the amount of bees we've got. We've got Brentford. We've got Brandon Park. Burwood. We've got Brentwood. Burwood. We've really got to get our act together over this side of town. We've got too many bees. It's ridiculous. 
But uh, but they are. I, I guarantee you, I have plenty of chips at footy grounds throughout the year, and without top doubt, notch, they are top notch. Top but, notch. And I should say that the home club here is the Gwen Waverley Rovers. The junior club, so um, and they obviously share Mulgrave Reserve with uh, the Eastern Devils. That's why the game's done at Mulgrave Reserve today. <laughs> but, uh, but for for the Glen Waverley Rovers, let me tell you, your chips absolutely magnificent. Now, Pete, I've got to raise this fact. What, um, what is it? Best on ground. I've got no idea. <laughs> you and me both. You can, and- can we set the first so- the first half aside? I think we can. I think we can. It, it, it's, I, I tell you one thing though. I reckon Hyle's been impressive today. She's oh, been, can she play? She's been whipping. She gets around better the, every week. She's been whipping around the half forward line. Besides the one <laughs> shank kick that she had, and that was, yeah, that was, was it was a shocker. The brain was doing three things, and the body did something completely different. Besides, one besides, of those. Besides that shank kick, it wasn't a basher hooli. She's looked lively at half forward, and she's Ooh. given them something, and they're going to her, and mm. she's a, being used as a link up, and it's working. And she's sort of deceptively quick mm. and deceptively hard to tackle. Mm. So they're the players that are going to make the difference. There's going to be one of those one of those sort of 7 to 10 players, if you know where I'm coming from, that's probably going to get the best player on the ground and probably going to be the difference. It just seems It just feels like one of those days. And, and again, remember it's all about body language coming back on the ground. The devil, the Sharks have come on, quickly gone on a huddle after their short sprint and Shannon McFerrin was last to jog back on the ground. Well, the Devils, they've gone the far side, and each and every one of them, it's the chest out, shoulders back, running out into the ground, feeling like they're Superman, like they're 100%. At the moment, I think the Sharks, you can just look at them, you can hear it in their voice, the Devils have just got this attitude about them where they know blood's in the water, this is a chance, this is a real chance to pinch four premiership points and catapult back into the four. Well, I mean, that's that's really the number one aim today is to, to put yourself back in contention because as you said Pete realistically pre-game the Devils have fallen out of everyone's equation to a certain degree you beat the Sharks who maybe they've overinflated their own expectations in the last four or five weeks I'm not sure we're, we're going to learn a lot we're going to learn a lot in the next 25 minutes especially third term the we're going to learn a lot in the next 50 for sure the Sharks will always have their stool in their class the thing that the Sharks have lost for my money things that the Sharks have lost for my money, and it's the thing that Darabin has, and it has over every other side of the competition, is one word, composure. When things are not going right, and there will be times during football matches where things do not go right, they've got composure. And maybe that's why McFerrin's back. To find composure? Mm. But she's done all the little slap forward, quick hand pass out. Nowhere has she yet had clean hands on the ball to go. Little chip kick, someone mark it and hold the ball. She is a hold big, it. She is a big handballer though. Mm. And she always has been. So does that bring composure? Well, it does because it, it you can change direction around the packs, but she has had a lot of possessions in back pockets. So she's been finding herself deep. And I think that's what happens when you... I mean, she hasn't played for a while, and I think that happens when you uh, when you come back in. You find yourself deeper than, than perhaps you'd like. Perkins and Hull both standing at around centre-half forward, and they're leaving a very open forward line, the Devils, as we get underway. Four points of difference, levels lead, start the third term, Daniel Hill. Terrible throw-up, and it helped Baisley, and she just whacked it 35 metres forward, but reading it best off the pack was McNamara, who went on her right foot with a nice little banana around the corner in search of Hyle, who couldn't come up with it. Bruton went in and shoveled it out the back. Did it quite nicely in the end of Vanderwall, who finds Chapman, who marks on her chest on the centre wing. Chapman looking further afield for some options. Who will present to her? She's taking her time. 
She sees it out wide, and that's where she sticks it with a long high kick towards the pack. Several players crashed it. Walsh was there as well. Pepper Randall got the little hurried hand pass out. Uh, interesting kick there by Garner, a fresh area to move it forward. Got it to Mo Hope, who took it on the half volley. Hope's got Hutchins on a hammer, spun around two or three times. The upper said, that's fair. Got the hand pass out. There's a pack of players just jumping onto the football, and the umpire's going to call for a bounce 50 metres out from goal. So we'll go again. That was, the, uh, it was a 3.50, Pete. It wasn't a full 3.60. I thought she got spun around twice, but either way, balls on the ground, <laughs> and uh, it's all wrapped up again, looking on there, the 33 in Gardner, and we'll once again call for another ball up, half four flank, Chuck's tacking the northern end. So ball tossed up, and Carney won at boundary side, and then Baisley went in and fell over. Little handball at the back from Chapman. Good tackle by McNamara. And we'll have a bounce half forward again. Sharks in attack. And it's one wide in search of Garner, who hasn't really seen a lot of it this afternoon. She's one of those real prime movers for the Sharks. When, when Jazz Garner plays well, the Sharks win. And she just hasn't really got near it today. Been one of those games. Ball tossed up again. And coming through down there is Lambert. Got a handball away in the nick of time as she was spun around. They've worked it forward here, have the Devils. They've got it almost to the wing. But again, plenty around it. And Murrowwood comes in to also lay a tackle on. And there'll be a bounce. It's about 85 metres out from the Sharks attacking goal. Centre wing out of side. It's tossed up. It's one down by Baisley. Hacked off the deck. Forward here for... The Sharks, but again, Hutchins, the ever-reliable, takes the mark last on a defence. And Hutchins gets on the right and goes very dangerously close towards the boundary line, but Heil had it, then dropped it. Oh, It's been two or three that Heil's had today. It's much as we've praised her. It's been two or three where she's just hung on to it and hasn't been able to hold it. As we said, there's been a bit of rain today, so maybe the ball is still just that little bit wet. But good for the good thing for Hutchins is she's backing her in. She keeps kicking it in her direction. And she keeps presenting options. In fact, she almost took it off the uh, rack contest there as Kearney tried to get it across to Mullow, who whacked it across the ground. Ball popped out the back. Devils with a hurried little kick. Hyle was there, and Lambert took the easy mark. Hand pass to Hyle. Hyle now goes for a run on the centre wing. Kicks it towards the half-forward flank. Darcy is there. Hately threw her hands out the back. Foot race on. Jess Foster trying to harass her opponent here, who almost dropped the pill. The umpire said, not play on. Hately goes in again. Ball popped out. Now taking it there is uh, Clifford, whose kick, though, is indiscriminate. Trying to find McNamara, claim tight. No play on. Hyle got the hand pass out. Lambert driving McGough. Got it! <laughs> McGough now lining up directly in front. It's a good kick in the end, Pete. It was, um, it was a good grab too because you had to get up pretty high. And, and it was one of those scenarios as well. You either mark it or it goes through the hands and they go out the other side and probably score at the other end. I think it's McGeo actually. McGeo or McGough? McGough, I think. As kicks directly in front. As she squeezed it in. She has. That's her first. Good kick too. And uh, Samantha McGough now puts her first on the board. McGeo, pardon me. I keep saying it wrong. McGeo. McGeo puts her first through. And it's out to 10 points the difference. 4-6-30, leading 3-2-20. And as we said, the Devils just looking better at the moment. And the Sharks have just got two on the bench. Yeah, the Sharks. Where two for the Sharks? They're just... They don't have that resilience they look of, a, flat. of a top two side that, uh, that, um, that we've seen over the years. They just don't have... That's the question mark on there. Whether they can come back in games, whether they can play two or three different styles in a game. And they're going to be really tested here. 
ball comes out of the middle and Muller goes in to lay a tackle and we'll have another ball up. We're on the edge of the square. Commentary side. The two nines wait down, Benici and Muller. Burrowing her way through again, Baisley, but she couldn't come up with it. And again, the Devils win the clearance. So trend towards half forward. Coming out, Jess Foster. Full chested. Met it. Couldn't come up with it, but then did so. Got it back to Muller, who goes a little half distance ball and turns it over. And here's the kick going up towards the centre wing position. Just went over a few heads there at the back door. Waiting for it close towards the boundary line was Spindler. And it was kicked back in by the Devils towards the hot spot. Half forward flank, 65 metres out from goal. McGo got the hand pass away to Lambert. Lambert, here comes Darcy. And it was just fell short of her. Killer ring knocked to the ground. Darcy picks it up, gave the don't argue. Darcy on the left. How does it look? It looks pretty damn good. Darcy gets her second, and the Devils are putting the foot down. They're 5-6-36, the Sharks 3-2-20. And lots of hands on hips for the Sharks, looking around at each other, trying to work out what the hell is going wrong. But well done by Sarah Darcy, because she she feigned a handball. Mm -hmm. But hey, Sarah, you're a left footer, you're running onto your left, you're 25 out from goal, do not muck around. And it clicked in, and she did not make a mistake. It was a... It was a tough kick from where she was because she left herself with a bit to do, but really good finish. And that's the goal that the Devils need. And we've had the shepherding infringement in the ruck against Baisley. She's inclined to give a few of those away. This is the rucking style. Ball up towards centre-half forward now for the Devils. Banner came through, tried to go over the Texas wedge. It's a bit like Tiger Woods, though. It was ineffective. The ball came out wide now to Bruton, who takes the mark for the Sharks' centre wing and has a chance to load up. And moves it wider still. Murrowwood out there. Oh, mark taken. And spinning around quickly and having the kick in there was the two. And Baisley moving it long and towards the forward line. Foot race on 50 metres out from goal, but there's plenty of numbers back there. Ryan now just kicks across into an open paddock on the half-back flank on the uh, commentary side of the ground. Randall got there by pure numbers, beating out McNamara. Got it back to Benici. His kick was smothered by Lambert. Excellent footy. But the ball just... Oh! Randall got smothered again. That is too sensational smothers by Lambert, that's brilliant then she wraps up Benici that is brilliant 1% football ball hasn't gone out but the Devils have got the advantage they kick it up the line for Jess Foster Foster being held by Bailey Bailey stripped to Robert, then kicked close towards the boundary line, it went out of bounds in the fall Pyre down for the for the Sharks face down on the ground, we'll have to keep an eye on that, That's an, that could be another injury for the Sharks, they're having a rotten day yeah that's Benici and she has not moved at all Perkins only, is just only just moving now. She doesn't know where she is. Perkins just ran from a distance to see that she's okay. And Pete, that is sling tackle territory, and that is two weeks if you play in the AFL. Well, she's getting up rather groggily, hands and knees. Whoop, had a little stumble. Let's just hope she's going to be okay. Oh, no, she's, she's cramping quite a bit there. No, 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 she's got knocked out cold. She doesn't know where she is, Pete. She is not looking good. She's up standing and just bending over trying to suck in the breaths. And the trainers have got her and uh, she is being escorted by the trainers, probably across the ground. She tried to run and then they said, whoa, just slow down, Britt. We're just walking, okay? Uh, <laughs> she tried she, to take off. She is, uh, yeah, not looking great at all. So yeah. is it a throw-in? What, what actually... Yeah, the, no, the ball went out of bounds on the full. The kick okay. that tried to clear from the um, Devils went out of bounds on the full. 
So that really should be a kick to the Devils. And the the field umpire's got the ball back, so I'm not sure exactly where we're at here. He's going to call for a ball up, so... Yes. Peculiar. Yes. Say no more. Ball tossed up and coming through Chapman. Well, it should have been a free kick to the Sharks before that anyway. Now, a push in the back. It'll go the way of the Sharks when Chapman initially looked to have thrown it out. Chapman goes centrally, turnover. Great grab, cutting it off down there was Hodnacki. She looks to handball across to Hutch, the skip. And Hutch just then bangs it up towards centre-half forward. And good mark, Banner, for the Sharks at centre-half back. And Banner decides to go for the switch towards the outer side of the ground. It was an awkward-looking kick, bounced away from a few. Garner got it and put it on the outside of her booth. Gardner chasing afterwards and also going with her Chloe Land. Tilt Lucas Tilly right close to the boundary line. Trend in there as well. Four of them jump onto it, and they're fighting hard. Lucas Tilly right and Chloe Land. And the umpire comes in and says, I'm going to call for a ball up, thanks. Centre wing on the outer side. If you've just joined us, 5-6-36, the Devils. The Sharks, 3-2-20 here on girlsplayfooty.com. This quarter for the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street, Richmond sponsors of the Devils. Basley went up in the contest, knocked it out of a few hands. Hurry kick there, Hutchie to move it forward. Long over the head of a few. Jess Foster oh, out the back is Perkins. Perkins goes for a run. 45 metres out from goal. Perkins gives it some height. Perkins kicks the goal. <laughs> Superstar Sarah Perkins. Oh, that swagger. <laughs> that was... Was it a pass? No. No. It was just <laughs> over the head. I'm going for home, and I'm getting it. And Sarah Perkins, I think, has put the nail into the Sharks' coffin. 6-6-42, the Devils, the Sharks, 3-2-20. They just did said, have a look like at the Sharks. They, um, I think, I think the Devils were actually shocked in the first quarter at how bad the Sharks were playing. And that's why they actually couldn't score. Now, all of a sudden, they've come to terms with the Sharks are just not on at all. And they've finally begun to pick them apart, and... I mean, it's not over, but wow. I mean, this is the largest 22-point lead I've ever seen in my life. Ball toss back up, and winning the tap was Carney, and trying to bust her way through there was... Might have been McLernan, who we haven't seen a lot of today. Got it away to Gardner, goes up towards full forward, and taking a nice mark, Walsh, who... Pete, we've seen at stages, it can be a real focal point for the Sharks as that third medium size ish smallish forward she takes the mark 25 out goes back and hand passed off hand passed to Garner and well Garner's not going to miss from there because she's one of the best kicks in the comp distance accuracy all the above so the Sharks get one back and despite the goal it's still probably the largest 16 point lead in the history of football the one thing that does worry me a little bit about well she doesn't have many goals to her names and she's a forward pocket and she's one of those that will give up the hand pass instead of rather having a shot herself and if you're going to play on the forward line you really do have that confidence particularly if you're anywhere from 30 metres out from goal it's a compulsory that you have a shot on goal yeah but she's a 35 kick that's the, that's the thing and there's still you know the there's, there's still a lot that only have 35-40 metre range on the kick still Mo- left in the comp. Moho's been moved into the centre of the ground and she got a clearing left boot kicking towards the forward line. Basically over there, punched it on and trying to move it on is Chapman further still. Walsh was there as well. Popped out, I think it was Pepper Randall who had it and then she got thrown to the ground. She gave the don't argue and I think it might be too high. Yet her fend-off got someone in the face and that was Catherine Smith. And Smith 
been a bit quiet today. Has been in the uh, back pocket. Now uh, decides to play on. And then does the big wind up. Heads towards the broadcast side. Long kick went over the back of the pack. Bruton's going to be first to run onto it. And she's caught straight away by both Hannah Scott and Jessica Havlin. And she's set over the boundary line and out of bounds on centre wing. Bruton not having her usual influence. And I, I think that's got a lot to do with, with she's running against Scott. But also uh, Havlin's in there too. So... Bit of uh, bit of double teaming going on there, and, and it's worked for for the Devils. They've they've tactically been very sharp today, Pete. As the ball is uh, thrown back in, and a pack forms, and Heil is caught straight away. And yeah. the Sharks starting to get yeah. really frustrated around the packs here, but particularly in the first half when it started to rain a bit. I thought, oh, these type of cold conditions are suited for someone like Bruton, who's played footy in Ballarat. These she'll make a meal of today, and she really hasn't had that much of a greater impact on the game. As the ball went out the back door, hurried little kick away while under pressure, only gained about five metres, and the pack formed again as Hannah Scott then got stripped Drop the ball by it. Bruton. Umpire <laughs> said no, they're coming as Bruton again, just going by there is Havlin. It didn't pick it up, Perkin close against the boundary line, gets dumped over, and the umpire says we'll throw it in. Between centre wing and half forward flank, Devils attacking, 6-6-42 the Devils, Sharks for 2-26 for the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street Richmond, back into play front posse, Gardner brought it down, Havlin Pardon me, Scott tries to pick it up, slapping in front of herself. Good shepherding work there from Smith, bumping uh, Pepper Randall out of the way. But then Randall came back in and tidied up Scott. And the umpire calls for yet another ball up on centre wing. See if you can break it up. Yeah, it's been a bit of a match-up all day, I think, Peter. I think we've had um, Smith and Randall going against each other. Um, sort of wing, as you say, wing high half forward. Uh, ball thrown up. It was a really bad throw-up and... Jasmine Garner's not happy because <laughs> she was she was uh, unopposed in the ruck and all the other had to do was throw it straight up and straight down and she would have been away but it's a bad throw up she tried to chase it and she dropped it out of bounds it's been one of those comedy caper days at times ball tossed back in and it's knocked to the front Devils try and win it out the back Garner goes in lays the tackle Scott threw it out all players in there hailing cabs now it comes clear up towards half forward Casey decided, well, I'm just going to try and slap it forward. And then in there was Hodge Naki trying to do a bit of uh, ruck work. And then the ball comes wide, and the pace of the Sharks will be key here. Then a poor handball coming from Laura Bailey puts her teammates under the pump, but they get the bail out. And the free kick will go the way of Jess Gardner at halfback. And Gardner gets on the left and going up towards the half-forward flank position. Went through several hands there, including that of Robin Foster. Walsh got it. Then following in towards the forward line. Players getting knocked over, including Chapman. Fighting in hard with it with Steph Carroll. Chapman still on the ground. And the umpire says, I'll have a ball up, thanks. Th- th- uh, Chapman's third assault of the day, Pete. 45 <laughs> metres out from goal. And the umpire... There's a minor rough and tumble. Baisley... Just slapped it forward, close towards the boundary line. Few players in there. Hutch. Got the little hand pass out, looking for Scott. Got a bit oh, of a left it behind. And Smith had to go in and try and do the job. And then I think Bailey came over the top of her. And the umpire said, no proper opportunity. And I'll call for a ball up. And we're about 25 metres out from the Sharks' goal, attacking the northern end. Well, I can say, Pete, as you said, Smith's been slightly quiet. She's the second most reliable back there. And again, she was in the way. But a poor clearing kick here has landed with Jess Gardner. How far out is she, Pete, over there? It must only be 35 out. I, looking at the distance, I reckon uh, probably about 40. Yeah, she's... Far end from us. And she's been called around on the left and goes short, and it's a poor kick. Couldn't take the mark down there. It might have been Havlin. And Walsh played for a free. Needs to work on her acting skills. 
Ball's in the forward pocket. 25 out from goal. Ooh. Chapman ducked ahead and got away with it. We'll get the free kick. No, no, no. They, what happened was they, they they got her over the shoulder and that pulled her down. No, she dropped the knees, Pete. She's a dropped the knees specialist. She's like the namesake Chapman in the AFL. And now she'll be called back. So she's 20 metres out, but on a fairly acute angle. And Chapman in the AFL doesn't drop the knees. He rolls the shoulders, if you watch that. Well, he rolls yeah. the shoulders. Yeah, that's the second movement. The first one is dropping the knees. Which I reckon if you drop the knees, you should be allowed to get elbowed in the head. But that's, just, uh, that's just my opinion. It's a form of cheating. Chapman comes in and just missed. The way to the right, I think, down there. So minor score and off the hook, really, because they've had a few opportunities, the Sharks, to get themselves back into it. It's 6-6-42, the Devils, and the Sharks, 4-3-27. So a 15-point lead to the Devils and that's of course thanks to the Devils sponsor the Rising Sun Hotel Swan Street in Richmond I have to drop by there for an ale or two at some stage as the kick in from full back is long and that high that is a bomb I'm looking for high I'll did just you touch it did here. you touch it uh, yeah they did momentarily the pack caught up with oh, it the, oh the boundary up I was going to blow the whistle then put it away Randall turned her opponent inside out Pepper Randall went towards the forward kick. line good mark taken 50 metres out from goal the hurried little kick. Oh, I ah. had to square it up. And managing to find Jasmine Garner. And all of a sudden, they look like a football team. Oh, hang and on. Garner. Oh, went for Mo Hoper. Chapman got in the way. Knocked it out of her hands. Chapman trying to push her way through. Muller went with her. Basically at the bend down. It was a long way down. There was Carroll. Knocked it out of her hands. In goes Shannon McFerrin. Stacks in the mill. And the umpire calls for a ball up in the forward pocket for the Sharks. Ten metres out from goal. Petey, there was a goal kicking competition. Across co, we had the best male goal kicker and best female goal kicker. I'd be putting Jasmine Garner out there for the women, and she's just passed it from 35 out in a slight angle. Couldn't believe it as Marwood and Mo Hope fight for the ball on the ground. And, what has uh, become of this game of football, Hutchins Mr. Holden? Then decides to switch it across the face towards the uh, back pocket and the uh, far side of Darcy's the ground. Darcy's over there. And uh, they're all jumping onto it. Darcy's got two surrounding her. They're screaming ball. And the umpire's saying no prior opportunity and will call for a ball up. Near three-quarter time, it's a 15-point lead to the Devils. So ball tossed up, low throw up. And Garner won the tap. And forcing it clear down there was McLernan. Chance here for McFerrin on the inside. Randall's got a couple hanging off her and got one high. So Pepper Randall will take the resultant free kick. She'd have to be 30 out, 45 degree angle as she kicks. Murrow would just reaching up over the shoulder. And she's Pepper Randall. She's only young, but gee, she's strong. She's a, a tall wing player and she's been everywhere today on the possession sheet anyway. It's a short ball and marking on the line is Jazz Garner. They just weren't ready there, the Devils defence. And an easy goal to Garner. And a few broken hearts down there for the Devils. That was a soft goal. Needed to knock that one through. And back to nine points all of a sudden. 5-3-33 for the Sharks. The Devils 6-6-42. All thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel. Swan Street Richmond sponsors of the Devils. They need three-quarter time, the Devils. <laughs> they need it now. You know what? We thought to put the nails in the coffin while the body's still kicking in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, so they're, they're six feet, aren't they? We've just trickled the... Uh, <laughs> 
Trickled the fir- we've thrown the first sod on top and just bang, bang. <laughs> They're not done with yet as the ball is up in the air again and uh, both ruck women miss the contest. And the umpire calls shepherding in the ruck, which I'm surprised because the he ball... pointed the wrong way. Yeah, and he pointed the wrong way. And, yeah, the, the, the bounce wasn't that great either. As uh, Garner just now kicked it straight out of the middle, went long in the Mo Hope direction. Trent was there Rose. with hand pass out to Randall, Randall went left Randall went right, Randall went for goal it's going, it's going, is it through it is, Pepper Randall kicks a beauty and it's back on, not only is the coffin kicking, the body's jumped out <laughs> and everyone's screaming zombie that's unbelievable they, they were gone, they were absolutely shot, 10 minutes ago they just looked like there was no life in them, absolutely nothing and the Devils were running over the top. And now it's 6-6 to 6-3. Well, the Devils, they cannot afford to concede the next goal. Ball back in the middle of the ground. Garner, Perkins, they lock up. Perkins the tap. Smith off the edge of the square. Couldn't control it. McFerrin ducked ahead. That is holding the ball, is it not? Umpire says, I'll have it. And just what I thought was going to happen has happened. The fresh legs of Smith going on the ball now. Yeah, exactly right. Just playing as the high half forward extra on the ball. Ball knocked out. Coming through Smith. Oh, class. Got it to trend. Who goes up towards centre half forward. Bouncing footy high at the back. Couldn't quite gather. Oh, slipped over at the crucial stage. Then couldn't quite get it clear. Now it's bombed away for the Sharks out of defence. And Garner comes through, just on hands and knees, couldn't work it clear. Bruton's in there, paddles it to control it. She's at centre-half back, right on by Smith, knocked it clear. Oh, dived on top of it, surely, umpire. That's not diving on it, I don't know what is. And we'll have a bounce at centre-half forward. The Devil's in attack. And Clifford gets up from the bottom of that. McFerrin gives the ball back to the umpire. 50 metres out from goal. Ball up in the air. Perkins in the contest versus Gather. Ball popped at the back. Kula Reed is going to be under pressure from Lambert. Caught there by Hyle. Stripped of the ball. Hyle goes in again. Got bowled over. Got the hand pass away. That of Casey. Who went towards the top of the goal square. One bounce. Probably not a bad result. Yeah, it good went, result. It went over the boundary line next to the point post. So can they get some, a snap on goal here before the three-quarter time hooter? That's the question. As the boundary umpire now receives the ball, he'll throw it in two metres around. Back in the play. Smith at the back door. Did the punching, but it was taken away by Bailey. Put it straight down the throats of Perkins. And this is within Perkins' range. Is it? It is. It's 50, you should be getting from 55 out. I've seen Perkins kick at 70. I'll give you a five to one. I'll take that. Dollar on? You're on. Uh, Perkins within her range. 55 metres out from goal. Big kick. Easy dollar. Just going to fall short in the goal square. Oh, Hotniaki was there at the moment. Smith was lurking by as well. Taken by McFerrin, who was wrapped up. They try and rush the point. That's what they do. Experience. 6-7-43. The Devils, 6-3-39. Pay up, Holden. Dollar it is. <laughs> I'll never see that dollar. <laughs> Here it is. It's coming out. Effects, Mike. Oh, there we go. There's the dollar. The restart, it's a long one. Randall takes off and gets on the right. And She was going too quick, Pepper Randall, and she kicked it. Shanked it up towards the wing. Still running, though. She'll probably get involved in the next contest. It's underneath the pack. We'll have a bounce center wing. Right on the edge of the square. It's a four-point lead 
to the Devils. We've got a minute and a half remaining, third term. Ball up in the air, Perkins versus uh, Kearney, and Perkins won it in the Pummy versus Basley and kicked it long, but McFerrin takes the mark on halfback flank in front of Darcy. McFerrin looking around, just killing the clock. What she going to do, she's going to go long and down the line. It's a big kick out towards the half-forward flank, kid the pack, and the umpire said there was a push in there. And he's going the way of the Devils. Let's see who ends up with the pill. Guess they've, who? They've leaked out here as well. Meg Hutchins. They've got numbers on if she can uh, connect quickly. Hyle is the one that's moving. That's the one you got to watch for. Cat Hutchins Smith. was looking for the switch. Got to kick it to Cat Smith. Kicks in the Smith direction. All right. Darcy there as well. Smith went flying for it. Got punched out of her hands. Ball on the ground. Smith tries to go again. Banner was there. Knocked away from it by Darcy. McFerrin goes for the safety of the boundary line. Didn't get there. Smith receives. Smith goes with a clear kick towards the half-forward flank position. Hoshniaki near the boundary line. Bailey just got through, read it best. Her kick then socket back by Scott towards centre-half-forward position. Hand pass well under pressure. Scott got it back again. Toe poked it forward towards the hotspot. 40 out. No one home. Bailey standing start oh, kick this is over in the towards back. the middle of the ground. Will it go out the back with a foot race beyond? Siren beats Harris at centre wing. And guess what? For all the devil's effort, it is back to the exact same gap it was at halftime. Four mm. points the difference. 6-7-43 the Devils. The Sharks, 6-3-39. Well, look, Pete, I mean, it's been a really weird game of football. But we have a contest. <laughs> um, they were shot 22 points down, the Sharks. They were absolutely gone for all money. They get one goal, one goal became two, and two quite quickly became three. And and then straight away, the Devils said, well, we've got to change up what we're doing here. And they managed to get Kath Smith in the midfield. And I think Hutch might have pushed a little higher up the ground. So, yeah, you're right. Back to four points. Back to where we started. Um, scoring end. I don't know if it is a scoring end for the Sharks in the last quarter. I think in their minds it is. But I don't think physically it is um, throughout the afternoon. So, look, knife edge. I, I think the Sharks are probably favourites at this point because... The Devils, they had a chance to absolutely put them away. and 22 points up. Yeah, just they and they killed them for 10 minutes. They just had a chance to really put pay to them. Couldn't put them away. Um, and I reckon it's going to come back to bite them. So the score here, 43 leads 39 on girlsplayfooty.com. The lead by four points to the Devils. We'll be back on the other side of the break with the final term from Brentwood Reserve in Glen Waverley. The Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond is the home of footy. With all NRL and AFL games shown live on the big screens. Pop in for their quality meal specials midday through to nine, plus the TAB and bottle shop open till 1am seven days a week. The Rising Sun Hotel are proud to support women's footy. They've been sponsors of the Eastern Devils since 2001. Call into the Riser today, 395 Swan Street in Richmond. Just a drop bun from Burnley Train Station. Everything a business throws out represents wasted money and resources. Reducing waste and recycling unwanted items in the workplace is great for the environment and can be good for the bottom line too. PlanetArk's businessrecycling.com.au lists recyclers from across Australia and it's quick, free and easy to use. You'll also find a guide for choosing the right recycler and free signage. Search for Business Recycling or call 1300 763 768. Hi, this is Craig Lowndes for Rad. Recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. Get behind the wheel of a V8 or any car for that matter and it's all about being in control. Get behind the wheel after you had a few drinks and you risk losing that control. You're much more likely to cause a crash or even kill someone. 
So before you drink, plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver who won't drink or pull your money together to share a taxi. The life you save might be your own. Hi, we're the Wiggles. Did you know that Vinnie's raises funds for their good works by selling really good stuff in their Vinnie's shops? But the shops don't run themselves. That's right, they need volunteers to help. Can you spare a few hours each week? All you need is enthusiasm and some spare time. And it's really good fun. Please, will you become a Vinnie's volunteer? Just visit vinnies.org.au or pop into your local Vinnie's shop for more details. Yeah, and while you're there, have a look round. You'll, You'll love, love what, what you find. Here, get out love I'm here about the car. Hi, um, are they with you? Yeah, a few boys wanted to come over in case you join. I mean, look at the car. <laughs> oh, I need to sell my car fast. Need to sell your car fast? At sellmycar.com.au, we will buy your car. Cash for your car, fast. Sellmycar.com.au Conditions apply. See sellmycar.com.au Live across the web, this is thegirlsplayfooty.com match of the day. And welcome back to Brentwood Reserve in Glen Waverley at 12 minutes to 4. Three-quarter time... 6-7-43 are uh, the Devils. 6-3-39 are uh, the Sharks. We're going to be in for a cracking final quarter. As we said, at least uh, two on the bench minimum for the Sharks. In fact, they're down to, I think, one as we speak. And uh, I can tell you around the ground scores at... Th- pardon me, two on the bench because uh, good to see Bruton back on the ground. Three-quarter time scores from the Muggers versus Creekers game. Critically important for their finals chances. And the Muggers are in front. It is Melbourne Uni, 7-6-48, leading Diamond Creek, 6-4-40 at three-quarter time at Tin Alley. So, at the moment, it's the Muggers that are in the box seat to try and... uh, Well, if the Sharks get rolled, the winner of that game goes to second. So, again, they're the permutations of um, of that game between the Muggers and the Creekers. The winner of that... We'll take second place if the Sharks lose. I've invested your dollar, Pete. I decided you needed some sugar. <laughs> some lollies. Thank you very get, much. Get you flying along. You can have those. <laughs> <laughs> Four points the difference. We're about to start the final term here on girlsplayfooty.com. The player of the day, of course, we'll get our $50 Rebel Sport voucher. I'm still no closer. Courtesy of my back pocket. <laughs> and <laughs> I think okay. Hutcher's probably in front. Could be a good call. As She's not leading much, though. <laughs> <laughs> Hull's been pretty good today, as I mentioned. Hulling the ball off to get us underway for the final term, Daniel Hill. So, ball tossed up, and Baisley this time the tap. Bruton went wide, couldn't come up with it. Oh, good tackle late on Lambert. And Bruton's underneath the pack again, and Hannah Scott's in there, and it's shoveled out now by Lambert. And Trend and Randall toe-to-toe, side-by-side. Oh, did she get one high in there, Trend? Umpire didn't see it. And there'll be a ball up half forward. Devils into attack. They win that crucial first contest. But another stoppage. We've had a few this afternoon, Pete. Here on girlsplayfooty.com at the ground at any venue we go to on 89.1 FM. Ball up in the air. Basley tried to uh, slap it forward. Smith there momentarily. Benici got a hurried little kick away. Only as far as Gardner. Gardner hand pass across the Randall. He got mown down by Trent. Got a hand pass out though. Scott coming through. Flipped the hand pass up in the air. And then a hurry. Kick close towards the boundary line, one bounce and over. Vanderwall going there with Heil sees it out between centre wing and half forward flank. Devils are attacking the northern end of the ground. The Sharks are the fern tree gully end. Four points the difference. It's 
a cracking contest here. And isn't it great to see that the other game's close as well between the Muggers and the Creekers as all these sides are trying to keep their finals hopes alive in round 12 of a 15-round season. And the kick is long towards the half-four flank position there for the Devils. Comes off several hands. Going in there is Hannah Scott. She tries to extract it. She can't. She's on the ground. She's fighting oh, for it. Tough in there. And the umpire still allowing play to go on. Oh, my player just got dumped, if you don't mind. And the umpire comes in and says, ball up, all fair, but all vicious. Uh, there was Lambert that got slammed into the ground by Chapman. And we'll ball it up quickly again. Kearney versus Baisley. Basically try to put it down the throat there of uh, Trent. And Tilly, Rod just, uh, Tilly Lucas Rod kicked it off the ground. But only as far as Lambert. Lambert kicking towards the forward line. Floating across the pack. Mark couldn't be taken by Casey. Ball on the ground. Jess Foster's in there. It's all locked up. And the umpire calls for a bounce in the forward pocket, 25 metres out from the Devils' goal. As the sun just leaves us for the moment, Pete, it's tossed back up. Just got very cold, very quick. Chapman, she's in the back pocket. Oh, poor kick coming out. And Garner came up with it in a terrible quick kick. Couldn't get it away. Now, centre of the ground, Hutch. She wheels onto the right. Can she find a target? Goes out wide, lovely kick. Finds Hannah Scott, who took off Randall for company. Goes into the pocket. Oh, Perk. Had it, lost it. Oh, no, Perk. Turn it up. Goal square. Well done. She has just absolutely had one of those days, Sarah Perkins, where everyone on the, everyone else on the ground hasn't quite coped with the conditions. And she has just been that extra class above. She finds Jess Foster on the goal line. And Jess Foster strolls her way in and kicks the opening goal of the final term to give the Devils a 10-point lead and that is a very, very crucial 10-point lead especially considering another shark is leaving the ground it's like it's like some sort of war out there body, are they down to none on the bench now with McFerrin coming on? I, I think it could be that's a body count just keep an eye on who's going off they, they literally actually none of the players are actually out there oh well Davey is but Davey's kitted up Davey's in a jumper and long pants so Just she's done for the day. Keep an eye on who's gone off. 7749 for the Devils. The Sharks, 6339 for sellmycar.com.au. It's either Lucas Rod or McLernan. Uh, coming across there in, uh, through the middle of the ground is Gardner. She's yeah, trying to McLernan. get a hand pass away. So McLernan's come off the ground injured. It's been a bad, bad day for the Sharks at the moment. Uh, coming through there is Trent, who got the hand pass back towards centre half back. Trying to go in there. Gardner again, knocked out of her hands. Paisley, like a giraffe tripping over. It was awkward to see. Got the hand pass away. Hyle was there momentarily. She couldn't quite pick it up. Ball is trying to be kicked off the ground by Clifford in there. Coming through there is Scott. Scott clearing kick out the centre wing where there's nobody out there. That is deliberate. You could build a four-storey house with that much space. Has he paid deliberate? No, he hasn't. He says you can throw the ball back in on centre wing on that outer side. If you have one intention. <laughs> and delivered as the ball is back, <laughs> back in. And there's Kearney. Brings the ball to ground. Trend just got wrapped up by uh, by McFerrin straight away and the umpire blows the whistle. So the Sharks are going to have to finish this game. They're 10 points down with no bench. And Murrowood is a plus one um, back here for the Devils. They've got a man up the Sharks. But they get it clear here. Gardner up towards half forward. Hope on the lead. Gathers in the long sleeves. Gets a handball inside to Chapman. And then towards full forward. Oh, well done, Walsh. She pulled up. She could have kept going. And she had Hutchins for company. Has to have a shot from here. One step around and snap. It's a hard shot, though. Everyone's watching Mo Hope nearer again. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> You're not going to hand pass to Mo Hope and get away with that. <laughs> so, Walsh, forward pocket, left, 
right footer, probably 20 metres out when she'll kick it from the line. The cutest angle, very deep pockets down here at Brentwood Reserve. Very slow approach, and she misses across the face. It'll be short, though. Kearney, Murrowood, couldn't get the kick clear, and it's shoveled over the line, and that is as deliberate as it comes. That'll be a throw-in. <laughs> right forward pocket, toss back into play, and it's a good throw-in, too. And at the front there, Garner. And now, oh, I don't know, McFerrin, she's just... Lacking a bit of match awareness there. She handballed to Hope, and Hope yeah. had two hanging off her, and McFerrin had no one anywhere near it. But that's McFerrin. She's the handball. She's the handball queen. Ball comes back to the base of the pack, and from the throw-in, and we'll have a bounce. 25 out, 45-degree angle. Sharks in attack. They need one here. Ball will be thrown up in the air. Kearney goes up in the contest, slapped it down, hurried little kick away though by the Devils to try and clear it only as far as Baisley who took a mark 60 metres out from goal. Have a shot. Baisley decides to uh, creep forward then Basically goes long out towards the pocket. Hutchins. Oh, class. Class. Now gets on the right boot. Oh, pop her up and just manages to wipe the kick perfectly to Scott. And then Scott gets on the right, going long towards the outer side. One bounce, two bounces, finds the boundary line going out. Jess Foster couldn't get there in time and will have a throw in. But either way, it's good for the Devils clearing up because time is their friend, even though we're probably only about five or six minutes into this final turn. They lead by 10 points, 7 7 to 6 No time on, just kick it next door. Pulls <laughs> us back in. Randall's at the front. Forced to wheel around and get back onto her right. Battles one along the ground. Walsh did well, ground level Walsh. Kick up towards half forward. Smith. Bounce. Oh, just sat nicely for her. She read it well. Ball kicked out wide, though. And it's not a great kick. And the Sharks have numbers. Out of side. Kick up towards centre half forward. And all on her own, Harris takes the mark. Has Chapman fat side. Decides to go for Hope at the one-on-one. And she wins that one-on-one for the moment, Hope. But then she fell over. And Carol, well, well done, Hutchins. Swoop through and hit Scott in the back pocket. And Scott now goes for a run. Hannah Scott takes one bounce. Might think about the second. She does so. Scott now gets long on the right. Goes towards the 2 on 2 Hanging out there and taking a great mark is Jess Foster. Jess Foster on centre wing. Now goes on the right. Perkins is coming. And Perkins nearly took out uh, Bruton on the way through. And the ball went over the boundary line and out of bounds. And we'll throw it in on the centre wing. As we mentioned, eight points difference between the Muggers and the Creekers. We'll keep an eye on that for you and tell you the final score as soon as that one comes through. This game started slightly later, about 6-7 past two. As the ball is back in, Kearney had front position. Got it back with the 1-2. Hand pass away. Now going backwards to Scott. Scott sold the candy nicely. Then a skew if kick off the uh, side of the boot. Close towards the boundary line. 1-2. Will it go out now? It does. And we'll call for another throw in. But really, the boundary line is the devil's friend at this stage of the game. We're going to have to bring in a new rule for Hannah Scott. Give me the Hannah Scott rule. She's kicked five out of bounds. Four of them on purpose. <laughs> and it's wasted a lot of time. But hey, that's the game. And a quick kick out of the pack from Lambert lands on the chest of Darcy. It's amazing what can happen when you give the Sharks a little bit of a sniff. Hannah Scott, smart play last two or three minutes, really taking the air out of the game. And now they've got a shot at goal. 40, 40 metres out, I reckon. Oh, she'll be 35. 45 degree angle. She's a lovely left foot kick at times. And she's just absolutely smacked that one straight through the middle. And that's 
Was that the nail, Pete? Do you want to put another nail in? <laughs> you can put the nails in. I'm not I'm not game. Well, last time I set the nail of the coffin, it was a zombie attack. Well, this time they've hit the zombie over the head with a shovel, put it back in the coffin, slammed it shut, put concrete over it and said, right, we're done. So it's over. But this one should be over now. Whoa. What is it going to be? It's going to be like some sort of Super Saiyan zombie if it comes back from this. <laughs> Hopefully, for the devil's sake, they put it to rest. For the Sharks, they're going to see if they can go back to the well one more time, and but got to without say, a bench. Without a bench. Yeah, and that's the problem now for the Sharks is the legs, but G. Hutchins, uh, she's, a, she's a legend. She's one of the best going, but gee whiz today when everyone else has been five percent down she's just been her usual clean self lambert gets caught and the umpire says holding the pill and that's going the way of the sharks with a long high kick chapman nah just reading it best and parking himself underneath it is alice ryan and hutchins left that for her too hutchins could have marked that and Alice Ryan goes high with a kick out towards the centre wing position. Just trying to come through late there was uh, the 15 in uh, Walsh. He couldn't collect it. Ball spelt free, though. Basically just put on the outside of the boot, trying to gain some metres there. Gardner tried to harass her way through. Murrow was there. Gardner put her head over it. Then held a scone saying, I got collected. The umpire said, nut, you ducked. And play on it was. Be and Spindler tries to go in. She's over the top of the ball. She goes to ground. Kearney then gets knocked over. The umpire says, yep, in the back. And that will be a free kick. And whoop, she gets up and knocks her head on McFerrin on the way through. So <laughs> Kearney from halfback. Her sign up by 16 points, 8755 to 6339 for sellmycar.com.au. Sponsors the Sharks. Kearney goes forward, came off hands, close towards the boundary line, just kept in by Lambert. Oh, that's oh, a great barrel. barrel. And one bouncing over. It was rugby style. She found touch. That literally curved with the boundary line. It was a right foot torpedo, so they do curve right to left. She's on the right wing. It literally curved around the boundary line and pitched inside. At some stage, that ball might have actually been out on the full at some point in its life. (laughs) You'd have to be good to call that. Ball tossed back in. Lambert came through. Smother laid on by McFerrin doing the one percenters. Bruton came through. Havlin for company again. Jeez. Bruton, she just has not been able to get away. Havlin for company all day. And Havlin, is there anything she can't do? Is there anyone she can't play on? She's played on midfielders. She's played on forwards. She's played on backs. You might be able to put her on the opposition coach. (laughs) (laughs) Take the magnets off the board or something. The ball goes up and down as the the rain starts to fall again on the the centre wing. Just lightly, very lightly. And with every moment that ticks by, this 16-point lead becomes more and more unassailable for the Devils. Ball to be thrown up in the air again. There's the big punch board. Baisley, Chapman was there as well. Trent has to go back and get it. Then she kind of pulled it in. She could get pinned here. I yeah, think they're hailing yeah. cabs. She's gone. They've actually paid. I can't believe That's the first dragging it in, and there's been 150 dragons. Because she almost went to the fetal position as she did it, and it was kind of, whoops, a bit too obvious there. And there's the kick, which is a flat mongrel punt towards the centre-half forward position. Mo Hobart's got a job. out of touch. She got spun around by uh, Catherine Smith, got the hand pass away. Chapman then got caught. She tried Look to get her hand pass She's in away. there. Spindler going in there as well. She can't get it out. Lambert locks on, and the umpire calls for a ball up. Centre-half forward for the Sharks. They're down by 16 points. It's starting to get quite dark here now. 
and Brentwood was the lights on. Basley <laughs> tapped it down, chapping over the top of it. Tilly uh, Lucas, Tilly, Tilly Lucas, right? I'll get it right sooner or later. She tried to get it going forward. Banner was there. This Mullow kicked along the ground. Foot race towards the boundary line. Pepper. There she's goes Pepper Randall. Oh, she has. She's got the afterburners on. Tried to get the don't argue to Muller. Kicked it around the corner. Bounced away from well Walsh. Smith. Smith trapped it in front of herself. Looks back for the one-two. Still got it in front of herself. Smith still going. Slapped it forward. And there is McFerrin. McFerrin nearly got um, Lambert high. That she did. And the free kick going the way of Jamie Lambert. And she has a few words there with McFerrin. And then gets back up. And she'll have the resulting free kick right in front of our broadcast position. <laughs> I think just I think Jamie Lambert just said uh, scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> Lambert bombs it to the wing and Baisley hands to it. Bit of symbol work going on there. Decided to go with the flat palm rather than go to mark. There's a bit of that today, which I'm really impressed with a lot of the girls going with the two grab marks in the wet conditions. Baisley attempted it on that occasion, couldn't bring it down. Baisley the tap. Oh, it hit the ground. And now Muller, little handball at the back trend. Claim without it. Now Bruton kicks towards half forward. The boundary, probably the best friend of the Sharks here. And it rolls over and out. 35 around from their attacking goal. They don't score from this stoppage. Game set. So it's a 16-point lead to the Devils. The Sharks, though, are in attack. Of course, that's thanks to sellmycar.com.au. Toss back in. And front of the pack, McFerrin. Little sharp handball to Chapman. Now Garner. Oh, couldn't quite get the kick away on her left. Hacked off the ground by Gardner towards the hot spot. Oh, copping one high in there. I think it might have been Carroll. Or, in fact, it was Alice Ryan. She just got kicked in the side of the head. And the play stopped. And then it had to continue because there was no whistle. Yeah, there's a whistle. Tossed up. 25 out. Down to McFerrin. Claimed. Dropped it. Umpire wave play on. Diving after it again, McFerrin. Handball out, well done by Lambert. The kick comes wide to Havlin. Bruton won this one-on-one, then threw it. Umpire wave play on, good tackle by Muller. Coming through Chapman. Kick to the hotspot. Garner, is it the 15? 15.1. Get the measuring tape. (laughs) Hannah Scott says uh, (laughs) 12.6. What are you talking about? (laughs) So, Garner. Must kick this. The best kick for goal in the competition. Best kick, best kick for goal, all the above. Put the glasses down, Pete. Comes in and kicks it. Notice that she holds the ball really high on on the back of the ball, Pete. Mm -hmm. There's one for the kids at home. It's a new style, but it's... Adam Gilchrist style. It's ranging the footy. New goal-kicking coach down there at the Sharks. Yes. Just a second Gilly. for the night. Show yeah, <laughs> through. So, all of a sudden, the Super Saiyan Zombie is back on. Ten points the difference. There's, a, there's time. There is time. We're, we're, Ten points the difference. 8.755 to 7.345. As the ball is thrown up in the air and away we go again. You said and, low scoring, Pete. It's yeah. been middle scoring. As the umpire pulls out a free kick when uh, Kearney was trying to go for a backhander and said there was an infringement on the ball. So it's picked out to the 42 and Havlin. Jeez, he's been good. Havlin 
Oh, and that's 25. Jiggies off the hand pass to Trent. Trent nearly got caught looking for Murrowood. Hand pass in the air, got to Murrowood. Got to get around Bruton. Went back to Kearney. Kearney oh. now goes They're by They're doing the hand. North Melbourne over yep. handballing. Kaplan. Oh, don't handball uh, into trouble. Handball out of trouble. Trying to go through as Murrowood. She's copped it up. Bruton is there. Somehow got to her boot, but got support back there. Ryan Sampas, a little sloppy there. Get it back to Hutch. On the ground. <laughs> Who's going to pull it out? Going in and fighting hard. Alice Ryan, the umpire, calls for a ball up. Oh, I tell you what, Pete. Look, there was some jitters there. The Devils, oh. the Devils don't know how to win. And they the, don't know how to their, win. Their best friend is here. Light rain is falling. Yes. Kearney is there. Slapped it forward. Ball on the ground. Muller just kicked it around the corner. That's kick. the best oh. thing that she's got to do. And close towards the boundary line, it did go out. And uh, Randall seeing it over the boundary line and out of bounds. The crowd's starting to <laughs> build up here, which means I have to stand up. She's got leather poisoning today, Randall. She would have had 35. Ball to be thrown back into play. Heave back in. Baisley, front posse. Brought it down to ground. Overran there by uh, Darcy. He's been thrown onto the ball. Pepper Randall's got it. Randall decides to come back in forward. Marwood will be first to it, though. Foot race is on. Got Casey there as well. Casey kicks it along the ground. Rain starting to fall heavily now. In goes Casey. Get this back to Hutchins. Pass out. Got support there. Uh, that was oh, Hubbard. Hutch now. Oh, Hutch to Jeff Foster. Jeff Foster kicks at the rain. Really starting to come down now. It's uh, Perkins out there on the outer side. Going with her close towards the boundary line is Banner. The rain teaming down here at Brentwood Reserve. Clifford just put boot the ball. Hope for the best. Kicked up the line. But it was uh, Mark taken. And I think it's Hutchins out there on the outer side. And it is positively bucketing down. <laughs> <laughs> it is Queensland style at the moment. The ball is on the outer side. The umpires will almost be calling for the raincoat soon. OH&S issues. The ball has gone over the line now to play. I think uh, he- hearing this, each other out on the ground rain, is a difficulty too. With this rain coming down, not only is the coffin in the ground, the dirt over the top, the tombstone's whacked off and you're knocked off for the shift. <laughs> yeah, love the work. <laughs> Ball's tossed back in. Maybe we can get Tobin Brothers on board at this rate, Pete. The ball goes around the corner. And it's gone out towards the wing where the Sharks find the safety of the line. Oh, and yeah. normally you see the uh, the umpires and the players shooting their eyes from the sun. They are shooting their eyes from the downpour. <laughs> and he's positively bucketing down. I kid you not. It's good, heavy rain at the moment. The devil's best friend. Someone's done a rain dance out the back, I reckon. <laughs> uh, Miyake tried to get a little hurry kick in there. Stopping and propping and turning around was Chapman. Still a long way to go. Hannah Scott is close towards the boundary line. She couldn't pick it up. Plenty of numbers back there with support, though. Hand pass well under pressure. Chloe Land. Now he's a oh, hurry. One Hutch. dead kick by Hutchins. It's long. Foster was there. Knocked out of her hands. Right in front of the scoreboard it is. Gunner back there. Kicks it long up the line. Coming in there. Bell sure to make a contest. The fist off the backhand. Now there's one off the ground. It's a wobbling bell kick, though. Mo Hope going to be in the race for this ball. That's the one. And they go for the kick. Get it to the boundary. To the boundary line. And trying to go with Steph Carroll. Carroll finds the boundary line. They want the lead. And the umpire saying, are you kidding in these conditions? <laughs> oh, well done, Steph Carroll. Well done. That was that was the game there. That was the game. You'd be a brave umpire to call deliberate in these type of conditions where it's bucking down. <laughs> oh, Pete, it's been one of those days. Anything is possible. It is noticeably wet out there now underfoot. And it's been a heavy ball all day. And Hannah Scott... The hero of Hallam, she says, well, I played in these conditions a few times, so I'm going to work this out. She just bangs it down towards half forward. Now the turnover affected. 
The Sharks, well, no real science in the kick. Just bang back down the, the line of the square. Umpire plays a free in there. And it's going the way of Havlin against Bruton. Again, that's the third time in the last sort of six or seven minutes. So we tick to red time. And Havlin will have... Four and a half kick. minutes to go. And loading it up is Lambert. She goes up towards half forward and... Great mark coming out, Darcy. Mark's on the chest, and she's she's too far at the score. She must be 55 from home, but she's quite happy to soak it up. Gets on the left, bombs to the pocket where Perk comes out. Her big hands up, couldn't take the mark. Probably want the, the safety of the boundary, and they'll get it. Full, they, t- full time, by the way, at Melbourne Uni. Diamond Creek have won by... Well, here they've got 5-4-58. I think that's incorrect. It'd be, have to be 9-4-58. Diamond Creek have defeated Melbourne Uni by eight points. Wow. At, at Melbourne as well. Yep, big win. There you go. Jeez, this season, Pete, it's, uh, it's thrown up some interesting results, and we're seeing another one here today, but it just shows you that the Devils just seem to match up well against the Sharks and just seem to be able to get the job done. Ball toss back up. Not over yet, though. Still three minutes to go. Ten-point lead to the Devils, but it's in their end. And that's where they'll want to keep it. Although a bombing ball comes out from Garner. Darcy, hands up, couldn't take the mark. They try and come defensive side, do the the Devils from the the pack that's formed on their half-forward flank. They can't do so. Umpire forced to come in and ball it up. So, under three to go. And it's roll the dice time now for the Sharks. Well, they need something and they need it to go straight down the guts as Bruton is there and uh, her hurry kick is close towards the boundary line. That's not going to do them any favours because the ball goes out and it chews up the clock. Garner frustrated. And that is on attacking side of forward. Think about your better player, which might be Hutchie by the way it's going, for our $50 Rebel Sport voucher for our player of the day. And I guess when you interview her and get the theme song, it won't be out in the ground <laughs> in these conditions. God, no. <laughs> the ball is thrown back in. There's the uh, punch back into play. Bruton tries to pick it up off halfback flank, but she goes to ground, lays the tackle on. Kula Reed is there. Gave up a little hand pass. McFerrin does a little toe poker along the ground. Gardner is there, trying to charge her way through. Couldn't pick it up. They're still trying to keep it alive here. The Sharks, Belshaw went back to Garner, who dropped the piece of soap. And then the kick here, while being slung, is out of bounds on the full. So... If there's probably about three minutes to go, you suggest this is the play the Sharks need to keep the game alive. They've got to make something out of this. They've got to kick it to the edge of the square. Now, I think... Kula mm, Reed goes for the short to Chapman, who slide onto it like John Travolta and Grease Lightning. Took the mark, Chapman. Looks up. Now gets on the right boot. Oh, woeful kick. Nutmeg Balshaw threw hers out to Lambert. Lambert just got on the right. One step, one (laughs) bounce it over the boundary line. Chapman let it go thinking, oh, it might go out. And then, oops, no, it didn't. It bounced. And then with centimetres to spare over the boundary line. But as the ball is now... And Darcy behind the ball. A good 20 metres away. And no player helping the boundary umpire to get that ball. The time is the devil's best friend. And Darcy now behind the ball, Pete. Um, Hutch is back here. Hope's outside the 50. <laughs> so it is game set. Can they ride it out? Not matched just yet. And the ball has been put under a pack, which is quite nice for the Devils as time continues to wind down. You would think under these circumstances that the Sharks literally have to score in the next 15 seconds, and they can't do so. It's another ball up in shoes. And 
it'll be on the centre wing and there's just too much water on the surface now for this to happen at any real speed and they're trying to yell out from the bench over with the Sharks but they're just too far away the players can't hear anything and the Devils diving after it Hutch is in there and locked up and you have to say Pete the Devils they put them away in the third quarter they let them back in but they've done the job in the end not overly convincing but we've seen their quality come back which is good to see the hurry little kick out the pack well barely went the 15 but the umpire paid it anyway maybe for effort to Alice Ryan who marked the ball in the wet conditions she's taking her sweet time and they're telling her up the line and wide and that's what she does hook on the kick which makes it come back a bit Baisley takes them oh no she had it then lost it on the way down Lambert wraps up uh, Tilly Lucas Rod rips her off the ball that's it and there's the sun the Devils have knocked off the Sharks by 10 points and the finals campaign is well and truly alive. 8-7-55 to 7-3-45. Devils by 10 points. And as we said in the other game, possibly the best result for the Devils is that the Creekers knocked off the Muggers. Yeah, so they get the... Uh, they play the eight-point game and they get the kicker. So all of a sudden, the Muggers... The Muggers become fifth. The, the Muggers become the fifth side now. Uh, at the moment, at the moment, considering percentage, mm. the Creekers remain fifth on percentage. Mm. It's a pun, mate. Correction, correction. Devils, Devils. remain fifth on percentage. Mm. The the Muggers uh, will now be sitting um, in fourth. Yeah. On 24 points. In third will be the Sharks on 24 points. The Creekers have moved to second. Yeah, so we're... Yeah, isn't that amazing? They've sort of... They've come from... I've said this about the Creekers. They've just been boring this season. They've just been the epitome of mediocrity. Yes, they're the second best team in it. Well, I didn't think they were anymore, but maybe they are. Um, they're doing an ocean fu- grow. It's funny, though. As you've said all season, it's funny, though, that they can... The Creekers can... They only have to play three games or two games or whatever it is in the finals. You, at the end of the day, as soon as you... People say it's a new season... But come finals time for the Creekers, that is well and truly the story. It's an Ocean Grove routine. It's a case of let's go missing for the first four months and when it gets to the business end, all right, we'll switch on. And why not? We'll switch on and do the job. And why not? I mean, last flag, 2012, probably enough of time between drinks now for the Creekers. I want another one. So, But there's these sides, though. The Devils and and the Sharks, they're, they're there. Thereabouts, but we saw today, Pete, that they are probably that one rung below, and and they are just a little cleaner, and maybe those so summer conditions or those spring yeah. conditions will help them out. But Devils are going to sing the song, by the way, out in the ground by the look of it, because they're all in a huddle. But uh, that'll Hutchie saying something. No, that's to them a chat. That's a chat huddle. That one. Because I think the, I think the message in there is we're alive. Finals are on, and we're alive. Okay, let's look at let's look at the reality. They'll lose next week to Durham. That's reality. That's how oh, I'm calling it. I don't know I'm calling about it. that. I'm calling it. No, no, no. Like, let's, okay, let's get the benefit of the doubt and say they lose to Durham. Yep. Then they've got St Albans. They'll beat St Albans. Yep. Then it comes down to the final game, Sharks again at Peanut Farms. Uh, which I don't... So I don't think... Yeah, you said they have to win one out of two, so they've won the one. At the moment, yeah. It, it, two would do the job for them, but they've won the one. They will get in if Melbourne Uni don't win their remaining three games, which they've got a tough draw. And they positively belt. A, they positively belt St Albans, 
But when Darabin come up against Melbourne Uni, mm. they'll be hoping not only for Darabin to win, but to win heavily to affect their percentage. Yeah. But they've, they've put their destiny in their own hands. They are alive. Of, as of today. They are alive. The Sharks, the Sharks technically could fall out. Yeah, they're, that's what I was thinking. They're in the thinking, same boat as Melbourne hmm. Uni now. They're in the same boat. And they've got the tough draw as well. They don't have Darabin to face, but they've got the Devils coming up. They've got Diamond Creek and Melbourne Uni. So you would, you'd say out of the sides, they might be the one to hang on. But again, they mathematically could fall out. Well, Pete, I might go and grab the song. Because I don't think we've heard the, the no, Devils no, we song. Haven't. Uh, we haven't in a while. No, we haven't since they beat Melbourne Uni at Melbourne Uni. But you go in and grab the song and then see if you can get Hutchie out here and we can uh, give her the $50 Rebel Sport voucher. But the Devils are alive in the final series. They have now drawn level on wins with the Melbourne Uni Muggers and St Kilda Sharks with percentage separating them. This finals campaign is not locked in yet. There is three rounds to go and it is far from over. As we speak, Daniel Hill is going into the rooms and uh, as soon as we get that song, we'll play it for you. And Meg Hutchins, our player of the day, winning the $50 Rebel Sport voucher. She'll be coming out and uh, having a chat to us in uh, just a moment's time. What a game it's been for them. As you can hear them in the rooms here at Brentwood Reserve. The final score, the Devils 8-7-55. The Sharks 7-3-45. The Sharks, we said, had no bench in the final quarter. Here they go. singing that song, you could tell that meant an absolutely hell of a lot to them. And we'll just wait for Meg Hutchins, who I think is having a chat with the girls first, then will be coming outside, because I know we've got uh, Daniel Hill in the rooms there with it. In fact, Daniel's coming out now, and uh, I think, no doubt, um, as Daniel Hill comes back to the broadcast position, I'll let you use the wireless mic there, is that uh, they'll be talking about the importance of this win, saying, this is game on. Oh, absolutely, Pete. You switched that off again, have you? Hang on, no. I'll... No, that was me. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, look, Pete, it's a, it's one of those games where we came here today and you tipped them as well. I mean, kudos to you. Bravo. Um, but they... The season they've had, they, they, they had that really good start and then they've sort of dropped off a bit and we sort of thought, oh, yeah, fifth, you know, that you've had your bit of a run for the season and now all of a sudden the, the focus shifts. Um... And I think you'd see that in the players in the room after the game. They, they realised that maybe they'd given up on themselves a little bit. And today they thought, well, well, we'll throw caution to the wind here and we'll have a bit of a dip and we'll try and get our season back on track. And they did. I mean, I don't think I've seen the Devils with that intent for even when they were winning. Even when they beat St Kilda out at Mulgrave Reserve, there wasn't that intent. That first quarter, as, as I said, there was one highlight from the first quarter for both sides. Yeah. They both tackled well. The rest of it was rubbish. <laughs> but 
that was the thing that's what they brought to the game they really brought that extra bit of pressure and and I think they put the Sharks on the back foot and really threw them even though they looked a little bit off mm. they they had no opportunity to settle no opportunity to get back in the game the only time they really got it was when they kicked two or three fairly lucky goals I reckon against the run of play mm. Mo hoped Mo Hope was cold. I mean, she got pummeled in the first mm. quarter, mm. and really after that, kicked one or two goals, and that was that. So kicked two goals in the second quarter, then really didn't get going, mm. and and didn't come up on the ball as much, obviously because they didn't have anyone on the bench. So it all went against the Sharks. But there's no excuses. Mm. There's no excuses. The Devils were the better side um, from really go to woe, and, and they deserve to win. If they look back at it, probably the only thing they would have been disappointed in was the last 10 minutes of the third quarter where they let the Sharks back in. They, yeah, they did. They just they, lapsed. They, they just had a five-minute lapse. That was it. And, and really, if you're Brendan Major, you're going to be talking about that particular lapse. You'll be saying everything else went, went correct. That lapse we can't afford if we make finals because if you come up against a Darabin, and they'll be playing Darabin next week, Darabin and those sides where the five-minute window's open, they'll just go bang, 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 four goals. Thanks for coming. And, and that's what the Sharks did, and that's why we know the Sharks are a really, really good side. And... and they showed signs of it, but you can't do it for 10 minutes of 100. Mm. I mean, you just can't. And they lost Bree Davey early, um, and it's quite clear. Mm. I, In my mind, it's been never clearer than today how much she means to them. And when they lost Catterall as well in the back line, what, yeah, that, huge what, loss. what that allowed the Devils to do was allow them to open up the game a bit more, and they decided to centre it more around true centre-half forward, 40 to 50 metres out from goal, because they knew someone like a Catterall wouldn't be dropping back there to get the punch in or get the clearance, that the ball, in all reality, would probably hit the deck, but they've got the runners to run onto it. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, we saw in the first half as well, the Devils had their opportunities to, as, we, as we'd said and alluded to many times, that they had their opportunity to really put the game away. Mm. But to, to the Sharks' credit, their accuracy off half-back when they were playing well for that five or ten minutes was really solid. They built the play. They used the other side of the ground. Um, they ran in numbers. But then, as you say, once they lost a few of those players, the numbers went away. Mm. And whatever they built in that five or ten minutes... They just couldn't sustain it. Tough time coming up for the Devils uh, when they play Darabin next week. You know, you've got you've got two mindsets going in there. Obviously, you want to try and progress forward, be positive when you're taking on Darabin because they've improved against them, but they're coming up against the top side. And they'll be hoping to go for the win, but at the same time, I guess there's a thought in the back of the head that if things do turn pear-shaped, you don't want to blow out against you. You don't want to hurt the already low percentage. And it's that cap? Uh, I think it might be. I'm not sure if it's at Mulgrave or Cap. I'll have to double-check that. Because we had, of course, the uh, the Wodonga game, Wangaratta. Uh, yeah, yeah, which was a nightmare for them. That was uh, early mm. in the year when they... Yeah. So who's home game? I was suppose it was a neutral. Well, you'd assume yeah. it was a neutral, so therefore the next week would be at AH yeah, Cap. You yep. would think. You, you'd think. Um, mm. But uh, with that, that means... Um, check our fixtures. They, they've, got to protect their, they've got to protect their percentage, and then they cover against St Albans, which hopefully they'll get a percentage booster against. So they've got two different sorts of games, and then they come in against the Sharks in a hard game before the finals, after a week off, because... Of the exhibition game. There you go. Yeah, so Pete, as it would turn out, I think what's going to happen is it is going to come down to the last week, and... We were theorising that it would come down to the last week for the Devils. Mm. Now the theory is it might come down to the last week for the Sharks. 
hasn't that turned itself on its head? The Sharks are in a scenario now where they play more. Well, well, they can miss. Talk about your eight-point game. It's a Saturday game, and even though we weren't originally scheduled to do it on girlsplayfooty.com, if I can get another co-caller lined up for next Saturday afternoon... I might just head down the peanut farm to call it if we can get another commentator because that game is now an eight-point ball game. Melbourne Uni and the Sharks are now locked on 24 points apiece with the with the Devils, and that's an eight-point ball game. The loser is, is in, you know, a chance to go out of the four. And joining us at the moment... G'day, uh, Skip. Yeah, How are you going? Our player of the day winning the $50 Rebel Sport voucher in Meg Hutchins. Uh, we have a rule on this uh, on this well, station well, as well, Meg, that we don't give this award to legends. We broke that rule <laughs> just for you today. <laughs> $50 vouchers is great. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> and it's not one for the pub. You'll have to use it wisely on footy, boots, mouth guards, whatever at Rebel Sport. It's the right time of the Meg, season too where they're throwing them out yeah. for 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> t- t- i tell you one thing, Meg. Four seasons in one day for you out in the field today. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm glad that it was a dry track, though. So, you know, when, when it did come down, it uh, yeah made the ball a bit slippery. But, um, yeah, I think... Yeah, the girls adjusted well to the conditions, and um, yeah, we're just glad that it stayed dry underfoot. Actually, I uh, got a phone call from Damien Hardwick. Um, they want you guys to come down and train Richmond how to kill games at the end. Oh, no, well, probably not kick out into the middle. Yeah, the whoops, Basher Hooley. Yeah. But you guys did that. It was maturity at the end where, I mean, Hannah Scott led the way. It mm. seems silly, but you hit the line. You're yeah. just really smart in that, in that regard. And to me, that's a step forward. I sort of said half through the last quarter, I think the Devils have forgotten how to win. Yeah. yeah, yeah it was it's sort been of, a while. Yeah, it sort of felt that way out here, but then it, it's, you switched into gear, which was really solid. Yeah, look, I think um, we, we, we sort of skipped away from our um, our brand of football for a few weeks, and it's been pretty disappointing. We've been putting the training in, and it just hasn't been happening. But today, you know, we uh, we ran in numbers, and we, we stuck to a lot of the... Um, the things that we've been really working hard on, so it all sort of came to fruition today, which was great. Plenty of winners across the ground. Kendra Heil as well was just giving plenty to go to around the wing and half-forward flank. Yeah, absolutely. Kenny just runs her backside off all day, and, um, yeah, she just wants the ball. She has the desire to get the ball in her hands and, and do something with it, so we feel really, really fortunate to have her on our team, and um, I hope she applies for a visa and stays around for a long time. <laughs> now, now, one we've got to pick out is Lauren Wojnacki. Yeah. Now, there's a, there's a footballer. Hodgie, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's her, um, her senior debut today, and, um, gee, she didn't look out of place, did she? She was fantastic. No, that first no. one, I was thinking, yeah, I'm sure you would have seen that just down here. You would have been yeah. probably 100 metres away, but she did uh, not take her eye off no. the footy, I, and I, I, I thought, oh, here I'm we go. I'm Perco 2.0. Yeah. There yeah. it is. She, they've got similar oh, shapes absolutely. and similar kicks, and... And there's a bit of swagger about both of them. It's, maybe she's been watching Perko down at training. So Perko does have that walk, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, she's, uh, she's got, got a of confidence it. in herself. Yeah, uh. yeah. No, Hodgie, um, you know, she's barely missed a training session since she's come down. And um, she played her first game in the reserves a few weeks ago. And um, I guess, yeah, I, unfortunately for, for Melissa Beadle, she got su- uh, sick last night and, and we had to call someone up. And, and Hodgie was the one. And, um, oh, yeah, that first contest was, was brilliant. She almost... Um, Killed one of our own players, but um, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, Sam Sam McGeck is pretty robust and was able to take the hit. And um, yeah, from when she clunked that ga- that uh, that mark, yeah, she was at, at home. McGeck, we've been getting it wrong all day. McGeck, we'll, yeah. we'll finally get it right by final. We've had nine hundred goes at it. Far out. Catherine Smith as well. We noticed for her, she kind of she was on Randall for a while. She was kind of around half back flank, back pocket. 
came onto the ball late in the third quarter in the final quarter and just gave you that little bit of extra run? Yeah, she's a very smart player. Um, yeah. Extremely smart, smart and knows how to find the ball. And and nine times out of ten, actually, no, I'll say ten out of ten, she does something with it. Um, mm. So, um, she, you know, she feels most comfortable in the back line. She loves playing the back line, but uh, her versatility is something that, uh, is a really, really good trick up her sleeve. I'm sure you were looking over at the wing a couple of times and looking at her and Pepper Randall go toe-to-toe and you thought, gee, I wish I was as quick and as fast as those I two. Am. I am. Oh, yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just before we let you go, Hachu, we should mention as well that uh, the Creekers have beaten Melbourne Uni by eight points. Wow. So all of a sudden, uh, just how the fixture is looking at the moment, you're still in fifth position um, on percentage behind the other two, but you're now level on wins with Melbourne Uni and the St Kilda Sharks. Yeah, really, really important game for us today. We were um, you know, extremely disappointed with uh, with our loss against Melbourne Uni a few weeks ago. That was, a, again, another really, really important game for us. So, um, you know, I think I spoke to you guys a, a month ago or so and said the, eight, the, the proverbial eight-point game, and, and today was definitely that. So... Um, yeah, well, look, as I said, we needed to win it, and, and we did, and, and we're not out of it yet. So we're going to keep playing that way, and um, it's not over until it's uh, it's it's said. Well, all of a sudden, <laughs> as we, we could feel, as I said to Pete just before you came on, it, it almost seemed as though you believe, even at half time, you ran off the ground. There was the belief back. It yeah. was yeah, we're in, this. and that's there was the a thing. sign of body language. There was the, the chest out, the shoulders back, as everyone came running back on the ground. It's like. It's inside. You can yeah. see it's inside. Yeah. And it's amazing mentally, footy, yeah. how quickly it can spin. And, and you guys' first six weeks was amazing. Yeah. The next six was... Uh, and now we're in the next six block. Yeah, look, I think um, our first six weeks, I, I think we had no expectations of ourselves going into this season. You know, last season was, um, I guess, very poor on, on our standards and, and we wanted to forget about that. But, um, you know, and I think maybe we, we expected it to keep happening and, and we forgot that the first six weeks we made it happen. So... Um, um, yeah, we put in a, a lot of hard work and we've, um, you know, keep on trying to make it happen every time we play. And, and yeah, that belief definitely is, is starting to come back. Well, now you've got the destiny back in your own hands. So good luck for the rest of the season. Enjoy the 50 bucks. Excellent. And we are looking forward to the way it's going to play out in the VWFL because it's just tightening up at the top. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Cheers. That's Meg Hutchins joining us here on girlsplayfooty.com, our player of the day winning the $50 Rebel Sport voucher. She's got goosebumps because she's freezing cold, so we better let her get back inside. Cold out here. Get a hot shower, warm up, and then enjoy a beverage or two afterwards. You should have seen it out of the back, Pete. Dead set. You couldn't fit 10 people in the rooms out of the back. It is the, the old school kids' change rooms. You could fit 25 kids in there, but you can only fit 15 grown <laughs> They'll have to go in a bit at a time. We'll have to take this opportunity to wrap up shortly, but uh, we're, we're expecting Darabin would have knocked off St Albans today. The Creekers beating Melbourne Uni means the Creekers all of a sudden are probably one or two wins away from locking in. In fact, they play St Albans next week, so realistically, the Creekers almost might have second spot. Yeah, it's amazing how quickly it's turned. Um, we sort of uh, drew our conclusions about two or three weeks ago, and... and, and we, we really said the Devils were five and a half. And Hutch, nail on the head, really, is they had to become the masters of their own destiny. It, not just in games, but in the season. And, they, and they, they've done that now. So all of a sudden, the Sharks have gone from where premiership contenders to, oh, hang on a minute, we've got to make the finals. So it's a, you, you know it the, happens quickly. You know what the funny thing is, though? Let's say, for example, if the Devils did miss out and finish fifth, you would have... Still be a good season. You could have Durban first, Diamond Creek second, Sharks and Muggers third and fourth, respectively, the repeat of last season. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, and But we know for next season, um, whichever, way it, whichever way the cookie crumbles, that 
things have well and truly tightened up at the top. Mm. Um, and I think once we get to... You know, we, we noticed Shannon McFerrin played today. Lou Watton didn't. We've always sort of half thrown that up. You've got, you've got three games remaining before the final series. So if they want to bring Lou Watton back, it has to start next week. Yeah, so... That in itself is a bit of a side story. Might have to have a chat to Lou at the back. See how oh, she's well, feeling. Jo- Joe's here. We'll just you know, you know, just take Joe aside. Quiet word, Joe. Uh, well, Joe's playing finals well, in the ones. Well, well, I hear. Well, well, Joe, yeah, well, Joe's played at least two games of Division One, hasn't she? This year. So have you qualified, Joe? She's three. three, three, three. three. <laughs> I, I, I think if they make the finals, is it President's decree that she just slides herself back into the senior squad, just saying, you know, we needed some leadership out there, and uh, I can provide that. Uh, all in good fun. We all better, in good fun. We better wrap up because they're packing up stuff around us. But uh, again, the final score, if you've just joined us, the Eastern Devils, 8-7-55, knocking off the St Kilda Sharks, 7-3-45, who had no one left on the bench in the final quarter. Literally. And got ran over. Daniel Hill, thanks very much for joining us. We look forward to your company probably in a couple of weeks' time when we're back for round 14. Yeah, back for round 14. Uh, I'm, I'm away next week, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, I'll be back the following. Then we've got the exhibition game. And then we have the last round of the season, which we've discussed possibly splitting. Um, Maybe two games at once if we can work ooh. the equipment out. Gee, I'll tell you what, girlsplayfooty.com radio, we are branching out. We are... We are innovators, Mr. Holden. You, you almost, you know, you almost felt like asking the clubs, do one of you want to play on a Saturday and the other on the Sunday just to make it that little bit interesting? Just, you know, let's see if we can move the fixture. Oh, or one of you move d- to a We don't day. want to get into discussions about seven and eight day breaks, Pete. We don't want any of that rubbish starting. Thank you very much. <laughs> Neutral ground. Have them both play at the same ground. Um, uh, but, of course, we will be back definitely on the Sunday next week to call VU St. Albans taking on Diamond Creek out at Kings Park. It's their uh, fundraiser for the Guide Dogs round. Uh, whether we'll be back on Saturday for the Sharks and the Muggers, if we can find another commentator, we might be back for that game on Saturday afternoon. But, at the very least, we'll be back Sunday at 1.30pm for St. Albans. Check your local guides, Pete. Versus Diamond Creek. Keep an eye on our Twitter account at Girls Play Footy or GPF Radio. I'm Peter Holden. On behalf of the commentary team, we're frozen cold. Thank you very much for joining us today. The winners, Darabin, for Diamond Creek, eight points over the Muggers. And today, ten points for the, sh- for the Devils over the Sharks. It's bye for now.